Hi. The Common Man and T-Bone podcast is brought to you by Care Heating and Cooling. Cold or sweaty is no way to go through life. Call my guys at Care Heating and Cooling for all your heating and cooling needs. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. And stay tuned after the podcast for special bonus content from past shows. A horse! Bye. Welcome to the dumbest part of your day. This is Common Man and T-Bone. The youngest can't really sing the words yet, mm-hmm. so she just walks around. There's a line in the song where they say, we don't talk about Bruno, no, 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 like that. And then she just walks around the house going, we no talkie, Bruno, no, no. And just, it's well, She's cute. got a career in radio. <laughs> hey, we no talkie, we no likey. I've made an entire career of that. Featuring Panama Ted. Shut up, Ted! Five-minute delays with Leanna Ray. You guys like Bjork? And random sounds from the internet. Yes, sir! He's Shavaka, dude! You want a sack? The guy is drunk! Watch your profanity. Would you not eat my pants? Ah! This is Man and Bone. (laughs) Happy Thursday. Welcome in. Hello, Bone. Hello, man. We have a big show today. Bone of Education is coming up at the top of the 4 o'clock hour. What are you teaching us today, Bone? talk about a song that is in some ways credited for bringing down the Berlin Wall. Mm. And the rumors that persist about that song being planted by the CIA. Who started that rumor? Platinum Fox? Yeah. That's where I got this whole story from. So if it comes up wrong, go ask him. It's all all his idea. I'm excited to learn about it. Mm -hmm. It is Would You Rather Thursday. Send in your Would You Rather tweets at manandbone971. Your chance to win fabulous prizes. Teddy was telling me that pretty much every single Would You Rather he has received up to this point includes something about my man breasts and or sack. So there were... uh, Enjoy that. I got quite a few pictures tweeted at me yesterday... Of people from that article of showing you, you mentioned a man who had the largest man breast in the world. Man had to get a his, farmer. his wife left him. A farmer because she was tired of being ridiculed by the neighbors. What Which, a horrible wife! Well, <laughs> well, I love you, honey. I'm sorry you have man breast, but the neighbors are making fun of me, so I'm going to move out. Right, horrible person. It would definitely, it would definitely be horrible the other way if, like, yeah, would people were making fun of farmer's wife for some whatever physical something or other and then he said yeah i'm I'm just gonna leave you that's too much for me see you later anyway i got pictures tweeted of me of man breasts Mm -hmm. that was not what i was looking for how how do you know no i i know what i was looking for i'm gonna you know what i was looking for i'm gonna take a picture of mine and send them to you you don't have to i got my own my own no. set of man boobs. No. Yeah, I do. But you know what, though? Your man boobs are probably equally proportionate to the rest of your body. A little bit, yeah. I mean, they are. That's right. There, There's a lot of them, but I, I will there's say, a lot I'm of not, all of me. I'm not breaking news because he has willingly shared the picture. I don't think I have the biggest man boobs here at the station. Who's Chops that? does. Oh, yeah. Well, that's fair. Chops took that picture of, of his bare chest <laughs> to show what he had shaved in his chest hair. Right. Yeah. And those were some grade A hooters. Well, hey, man, to each their own, right? I mean, you can't control where your body stores its no, fat. I'm so, Chops and I are going to start a club, and you're not invited. I'm not? Nope. The itty-bitty man. No, I can't. Can we say that? 
Can we say the rest of that? I don't know what you're going to say. What rhymes with itty and bitty and talks about that area of your body? No. Can you say that? I don't think you can. But it's not itty bitty. It's... No, I'm saying I'm in that club, <laughs> oh, apparently, okay. according to you, because I don't have the massive hooters like you do. That's what <laughs> That's what you're doing to me. Somehow I feel body shamed, even yeah. though it's actually a, I I'm guess complimenting a you. Right, you're saying my man boobs are not that big, and now I feel yeah. like I'm missing out on something somehow. Yeah. Anyway, would you rather... Coming up at 534, Buckeyes Big Road Test at Illinois tonight. Live coverage starts at 8. Got some bad news this afternoon. EJ has the flu. And is uh, questionable, questionable for the game tonight. So It was going to be a tough ask anyway. You know, Champagne's a tough place to go and play. I know that Illinois, like every other Big Ten team, they've had their ups and downs. They just lost to Rutgers in the past week, week and a half, whenever that was. But they just beat Michigan State. They are vying for a Big Ten championship. If you go into that place tonight without EJ or without your best EJ, that's a tough ask. Yeah, it is. I wonder, um, I don't think this is what Holman's doing. I'm guessing this is all on the up and up, but yeah, humor me. I'm in a conspiratorial Man, mood at, today. Look at you. Who am I with today? No, what? Okay, I know EJ, ever, there was a, Holtman had said earlier that someone on the team or a few guys on the team had been battling through, played through an illness, wasn't feeling well, that kind of thing, but it wasn't COVID. And so then you get this today. Oh, EJ Liddell, questionable for tonight's game. I'm just, I'm just pointing this out. He can still play tonight, correct? Yes. Okay. Would it hurt or help Ohio State if Illinois was like, oh, they're not going to have EJ Liddell? All right. Like, yeah, I'm sure that's what the Illinois, they're just sitting back, enjoying some heroin before the game tonight. It's like, well, what? EJ's not playing, so where did that's the heroin. Where did that where did that come from? I'm just saying, maybe this is you know he's he probably has been sick. He's probably a little under the weather, but if Holtman is able to say, yeah, he's questionable, that that might maybe he's good to play. What is and that gonna do? It's gonna set it's gonna How? set the mood. What's gonna that? set Illinois it's thinking that it's gonna be easy. This is dumb. Okay. Well, I told you, humor me. I'm in a conspiratorial mood. I'm not not humoring you. It is dumb. Buckeyes tonight, 8 o'clock here on The Fan. Jackets on the road at the Panthers tonight. This is an ESPN Plus game, so you cannot watch it on TV. I I was told it was a national television game. Well, it is. It is. Oh, you can watch it if you have ESPN Plus. Well, yes, if you have ESPN Plus, of course you can watch it. If you pay for that. If you don't, you're out of luck. If you have Disney Plus? Then you should have I, do, I do have Disney Plus. Did you get the bundle? No, I don't they bundle. Had a, they had a, well, they had a deal where it was like 12 bucks for all that and I missed, and I missed all. that I got deal. all that. I got I it missed all. It. You got it all? Yeah. I'm getting scammed because yeah. I'm paying for Hulu and Disney Plus independent of each other. You want to know the... That's the, a scam. Let me tell you. This and Hulu is, sucks. I don't know why we have Hulu. I tell my wife all the time, we got to get rid of Hulu. I don't know what she yeah, watches on there. I don't know either. I have it. Well, no, I, I occasionally watch Rick and Morty on there. I think I can get that on. Anyway... I had to, I did a very old person thing, which is I saw that same problem and said, wait, I did a bundle and now we have all these extra things. And I had ESPN plus before because I had to like, because at some point it was the ESPN, the magazine subscription, which became ESPN plus on like, you know, when you go to the draft board and they're like, oh, here's the first two picks and the rest of them, you got to click the subscribe button and pay the money to read the rest of Mel Kuyper's board. I did that at some point. So I actually, when I got Disney Plus, I was like, hey, I did this bundle deal. How do I get this all married up so that it's all one price? And I, and they fixed it. Look at you. So I, I have, yes. Be able to, I'll be watching that. I'll be watching EJ Liddell score 30 tonight because he's probably fine. I hope you're right. <laughs> I he's probably sick. I hope he feels better. 
I do oh, hope he can, he can play. He can be sick. I hope he can play. Well enough to play yeah. and then score 30. That's right. That can still happen. Now, I had this conversation with my wife about a year ago where we have Hulu. I never watch anything on Hulu, and I've never seen her watch anything on Hulu. So one day I just canceled it. Oh. Two days later. What happened to the Hulu? We didn't watch it, so I canceled it. It was $12. Yeah, but. Yeah, it's $12. Every, every month. Yes. How much did you spend on lunch today, fatty? Oh, that's see, that's where well, that went. More than twelve dollars. Do so. you do you have to eat food every day? Yes. Do you have to watch Hulu every day? That's not a yes. And if you never watch Hulu every day, that's twelve bucks that can go towards lunch. But that's just what these companies want. For us to say things like it's just twelve dollars. Oh, yeah. Because then if three hundred and fifty million people just say, well, it's just twelve dollars. Yeah. Oh, I uh, trust me. I have, a, I have a buddy who works for an app development company, and he told me, like, this was years ago. It's changed now, I'm sure. But he said for a while there, you could have, like, the best app in the world. You could make something that would do anything and everything. As long as it was free, it'd be great. But if you said, this will cost you 99 cents in your app store, people were like, ah, I'm out. <laughs> nope. And it's That's like, right. 99 cents one time, not 12 bucks a month, not like no, a lifetime commitment. I'm, I'm telling you, it's inconsistent. I will go out and I will have myself a steak sandwich that costs $16 for lunch. Let them live. That's great. But Hulu, $12? Forget about it. I can't do it. <laughs> I can't do it. But if you don't ever watch it, I understand. But you know what else aggravates me about Hulu is they used to have, I don't know if they still do, they used to have the sitcom Wings on Hulu. Yep. I may be one of five people in this country that enjoy Wings and still want to watch Wings occasionally. The issue I had on Hulu is that I would go on and you know look at the Wings seasons and five episodes would be missing from a random season. Now, do we know why that is? I don't know why. Mm. I don't know if there was some sort of music or what the hell was going on in those. Because Wings was known for just playing the Rolling Stones on the show and calling it a day. <laughs> I have no idea why those episodes I, I mean, are I'm missing. Not, I don't know because I too enjoyed Wings or at least what I remember of Wings. But perhaps there were some episodes where they said, you know, a little too problematic for 2022. Well, you Let's know just that, leave that, that alone. Should be, that's a problem. We shouldn't be in the business of censoring I, art. If you want to put a warning label on it, that's fine. But we shouldn't just be taking stuff away. I agree with I that. I don't think that's what the case was with Wings. It could be as simple as the person inputting Wings into Hulu was sick that day and, <laughs> and missed like, some episodes. Who's going to care? It's Wings. There are five people well, watching exactly this. Right. And, you, and it's you and me and a couple that, other that's people. That's fine. But we, we're always looking for complicated reasons. Like, why did they leave that out? Maybe it's incompetence. Maybe they just forgot to upload that day. That could be. Teddy, did you, uh, did you enjoy Wings back in the day? I did. I thought it was a pretty good show. Oh, Absolutely. Three, three out of the five. Yes. Three out of five You know what idiots. we should do? Hell with Man and Bone Fest. Let's do Wings Fest. <laughs> Everyone hey. who's still alive from Wings yeah. gets to come. And Roy, Roy Biggins dead. He can't come. Thomas Hayden Church? Alive. Alive. I think. I mean, I haven't checked no, in on a while. Well, I haven't checked on his Wikipedia page, but I assume I'm gonna he's alive. I'm going to say Lowell Mather I think alive. I, I think I would have heard if he died. Age on Lowell. What do you think? I'm going to go with 60. No. Oh. 64. Oh. Above 60. Yeah. 50, yeah, it was 39. 30, it's 30 years ago yeah. that show was on. 59. Do you remember why we, Lowell 
Is left. anybody looking this up, or are we just throwing? I don't numbers? know what he's doing well, over there. Because Ted's working on something, and then you were like, "I'm going to say 59," and then no one. I moved. see. I see him typing. I thought he was typing it in. He's not even listening to the damn show. Of course, show. he's not. Yes, I'm typing I'm notes for the show. Yeah, that's fine. I'm looking up Thomas Hayden Church because you just. I thought like, T Bone was doing it. <laughs> see, this is why I ask. All right, if I don't, nobody looks. How old is he? He is 61. 61. What did I say? 64? I, don't know what you said. I think it's 64. You said Do you remember what they, how they wrote the character off the show? Uh, Lowell Mather? Yeah. No. Because remember, he left. I did not remember To go this. do another sitcom. Oh. No, I didn't remember yeah, any Ned of that. Ned and Stacy. He left to do a oh, sitcom where he was the main star. Not on Hulu. That's what I know. Maybe it is. Ned, no, you liar. Not. Ned and Stacy, not as popular as Wings. But Come on. They wrote the character off. He witnessed a murder and had to go into witness protection program. <laughs> very nice. That's good. That's a very 90s way no to one, end that. No one is beating me in the man breast department and Wings trivia. I bet that. I, I don't doubt there you. There is no person on earth that has boobs like I have. And can answer all Are these wings meaningless as a, questions. As a combo? As a combo. Oh, okay. As a combo. I would agree with that. Yeah. Because we know that that farmer in China, he's got you beat on one of those. But he doesn't know wings. How do you know? Maybe he is the fourth he's guy. He's a huge Will and Grace he, fan. He, <laughs> huge. <laughs> he farms. He goes in. He watches wings. He calls it a day. Gets up the next morning. Puts his sports bra maybe, on. And maybe. Heads, maybe. Heads back to work. <laughs> sports bra's not handling that, man. Right. Sports bra's not, I'm not made making for that. Fun. I'm saying that would probably help. I'm I'm legitimately saying I feel for that guy. All right, more jackets information plus Troy Aikman shaking up the football broadcasting world. We'll discuss. No more Hooters. Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic from the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Some slowdowns to watch out for. You'll find delays on westbound 670 at 4th Street. Traffic is beginning to build in that area. And more delays on Route 315 southbound between Kinnear Road and 670. Traffic is slow there as well. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low-down payments and flexible payment options to help the customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. The best way to kill time between Leanna Ray's traffic reports. You're listening to Man and Bone. Common Man and T-Bone brought to you by Hinder Motorsports here on The Fan. It's Would You Rather Thursday. Send in your Would You Rather tweets at Man and Bone 971. We've galvanized the Wings community. Yes. 90s sitcom Wings. Yeah, not, was, not Buffalo Wings. Although no. we could serve those at the Wings Fest we want Fine. to throw. We could have that be the dinner option. Wait, wings can be the theme. Yeah. That sounds great to me. You know, me. we can have the Paul McCartney band, Wings. We can play that. <laughs> sure. I have been told 
by people that it is a music issue. How many episodes are missing from Hulu? Wings, Teddy? 23. That's ridiculous. That's a lot of episodes. That's ridiculous. Anyone who runs Hulu should be in jail for that. (laughs) Put them in jail. Well, they're trying to avoid, like, massive penalties for putting up, you know, shows that have music in it that's not properly licensed. Or... They could figure out the license. Who are you, Dan Snyder? They can figure out the licensing issue and pay it. Yeah. I think Hulu's doing all right for itself. I I agree with you. I'm just saying that's the reason being given. Well, we'd love to be Red Wolves, but what are you going to do? Already trademarked. We're just a piddly NFL organization without billions of dollars at our disposal. I'm trying to find out what the music issues are. Is it Helen playing the cello? Is she playing restricted Yo-Yo Ma cello songs? (laughs) Well, the other problem with this is, as Ted was pointing out to us in the break, like these are not just nothing episodes. These are episodes that, in some cases, establish what happened to a certain character or why they're no yes. longer on the show. Or stupid. Yeah, I'm just trying to find out what the music was. Now, I know, for example, like when you go, if you go watch a movie, given what we do for a living, you and I have experienced this. You can go find the production audio that sometimes is in a movie or a commercial. I've come across it. And I've been, because we have a site where we go to where we can get music that's cleared to play on this radio station. And that that site, sometimes I will hear something, I'm like, I saw that in a movie. I know that some other companies use this or on a TV show or whatever. So there, there's places where you can go to do this. Obviously, they made this show 35 years ago, whatever it was. So I, I don't know what it was back then, but clearly there's an issue that they can't get fixed. All right. Pay the, pay the $72 to whoever it is that made the jingle up and let's go. Yes. Uh, Jackets on the road at the Panthers tonight. I told you it's ESPN+. Plus. The Panthers have scored 17 goals the last two meetings against the Jackets. Let that sink in for a second. That's a, yeah, that's 17 a goals. I want to say, didn't the Jackets drop all the games to the Panthers last they year may or the have. last couple I know years? they've just played them twice this year. And yeah, but last year they had the unbalanced schedule, right? Because of COVID, they yeah. had the, uh, you know... The weird scheduling thing, and I don't think they won a single game against this Panthers team. So, yeah, it's it's been a nightmare the last couple of years playing the Panthers for the most part. Now, the Jackets have been playing much better as of late. However, here's some more bad news for you. Wierenski didn't make the trip because of what they're calling an upper body issue, and he's day-to-day. So he's not going to play tonight because he didn't make the trip. I mean, I guess if he was feeling tremendous, he could fly to Carolina and play there, but that's not looking good either. Also, you know, Rimmer was on with us yesterday, and he always likes to crap on us every single time we get a detail wrong. Mm. And I'm not saying he was wrong, but wasn't actually uh, in the right prediction mode. That's That doesn't make any sense. Huh? You know what? Scrap what I just said. Okay. He told us yesterday that Elvis was on the ice and looking good at practice. So, of course, today they put him on IR. Yeah, not not going tonight. Yeah, it's Barub again. So, all right, there you go. Troy Aikman apparently bolting Fox for ESPN. This according to the New York Post. Aikman's deal with ESPN will be for five years, according to sources. His yearly salary is expected to approach or exceed the neighborhood of Tony Romo's $17.5 million per year with CBS. The deal is not signed, but it's near completion. ESPN declined comment. This is a big deal. You know, I know it's just the broadcaster who who brings us the sports. It's not the person on the field playing the sport. But, you know, we are realistically talking about perhaps 
Sean McVay, because he has made no official announcement on whether he's coming back. He had his little, you know, statement at the parade, but, you know, heat of the moment. Maybe he's just excited to be there, but his name is circulating for Fox again. Sean McVay could make double as an announcer what he makes (laughs) being the head coach of the team that just won the Super Bowl. This is big business. They're not fooling around here. Paying $18 million for a color analyst in Troy Aikman. And I'm not saying he doesn't deserve it. Let him live. He's a free agent. He can make that decision. But I was talking to Matty Ice and, and Evil Bald Colin about this this morning. You know, you and I, we remember the biggest games, the biggest NFC games, especially. That was Madden and Summerall yep. territory. Of you know when you heard those two guys, that was a huge game. For people who are 30 and under, they don't know what it's like. For a big NFC game to take place without Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. Yeah, that's right. That is their voice. Yeah, that's a, it's a big change. And I, I will say, the idea that that's going... To, I, it's weird, right, that all these networks pay all this money to these guys to do these games. And yet, what is the sport that we agree you could pretty much do Almost anything to the sport, to the broadcast, you could put the games on at 2 a.m. and it probably still would find the biggest audience possible and probably still do better than some sports that are in prime time. If you put NFL games on at 5 a.m. or 7 a.m., they would probably outdraw still almost everything else on television. And yet, these networks say, well, if we don't do this, we're going to lose viewers. If we don't get Troy Aikman or whatever, right? I mean, I guess you could argue Fox is not saying that, but ESPN certainly is. And Fox may not be saying that. They may have decided they don't want to go that route with Aikman again simply because they think they're going to get Sean McVay. So I maybe they match the offer. And Troy Aikman just had enough enough of Fox because we've heard Troy be critical of Fox in the past. He doesn't like the way that they do some of their business, doesn't like the way that they coddle Skip Bayless. And I don't blame him. I would. I don't understand so maybe, why that was the play right. for Fox was let's go get the guy that our number one analyst on the NFL hates. Maybe Fox came to the table and said, all right, Troy, here's your $18 million. And he said, cool, man, I'm getting $18 million from these other guys. I'll see you later. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, I get to pick who I want to work with, and I'm going to have creative control. Because there is no way that Troy Aikman goes to ESPN to work with Steve Levy. Troy no. Aikman is going to ESPN. He knows who his play-by-play broadcaster is going to be. Maybe it's Al Michaels. Maybe it's somebody else. Boy, could you imagine if they teamed up Al Michaels and Troy Aikman, like, after now these two have been so intertwined with other places, and now to put those two together on a new network? I think it would be a good broadcast, and I, I've, I've sure been hearing the reports that the negotiations with Al Michaels with Amazon were nearly done, that he was going to go and be the Thursday night voice on Amazon, but now Aikman's with ESPN, that, maybe, that makes yeah, all the sense that, in the world to me. Maybe that changes his idea, I don't know. Um I'll just add, though, I tend to think that the reason you watch an NFL game, certainly the reason you and I tend to watch them, is because of who's playing, not who's calling the game, right? I think we sometimes get caught up on Twitter where people will say, oh, I don't like this announcer. He sucks. Oh, my gosh, this guy's been so awful all day long. Oh, this is terrible. But they'll be tweeting that in the fourth quarter. As the game is coming down to the wire, they're still tweeting about how much they don't like this announcer because that's not enough to drive that person, at least, away. Now, maybe it does. Maybe they have analytics that show, yeah, our numbers are down if you get Steve Levy versus 
whoever name they Al have Michaels. they have started to get better games. Yeah, with I think, this newer I'm saying, contract they've signed. If Al Michaels and Troy Aikman are calling, not the first time. I'm saying it's week 13, and Monday Night Football's got some terrible game on. Just because whatever two teams they put on there, they thought were going to be a lot better this year, and they weren't. Are you going to be more likely to tune in because it's now not Steve Levy and it's Al Michaels? If that were to happen, or because yeah, it, it, Troy Aikman's over there now? No, I I, I don't think. If you're inclined to watch it, you're watching it for whatever reasons you watch football. Whether that is because you just love the game, whether you like fantasy, whatever. Like that, you've got your reasons for watching it that don't, I don't think, have as much to do with the broadcast. I'm sure it helps, but it ain't the sole reason you're turning that on. The latest with the soap opera that is Aaron Rodgers coming up next. Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic from the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. A winter weather advisory in effect for most of the region until early tomorrow morning. A mix of sleet and snow may make road conditions a little hazardous. Please be careful and factor that into your evening commute. Traffic report is sponsored by Fresh Time Market. Get real about flavor and freshness at your local Fresh Time Market. This week, save on certified Angus beef top sirloin steak, just three ninety nine a pound. Now through March first, Fresh Time Market. Get real. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. Common man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Getting fatter and angrier by the minute. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Would you rather, coming up at 534, send in your would you rather tweets at manandbone971. Aaron Rodgers, reports say he is set to announce his decision on next season soon. The Packers GM, whose name I can never say. Brian Gutekunst? Him too. Something uh, along those lines? He's talking to people. I think, where is he? The Combine? Is that is where that, he's holding the media availability? Is that happening yet? I don't think, is that, is it Combine time? Did I miss that? When's Maybe. Com- What's going on? Eh? What? How did I miss that the NFL Combine's happening Anyways, if it is? Gudenkunst right. mm-hmm. is talking. Tuesday, Combine starts, for what it's worth. March 1st. Just FYI. So he might be so around. next week. Yeah. I'm saying, he, yeah, he might be getting down there and talking to people. Sure. All right, okay. Well, May made it sound. It's like, hey, it's May. No. <laughs> it's in May. I'm just pointing out that you made it sound like the Combine was going on right now. And I was like, did I miss something? I didn't see wall-to-wall coverage of dudes running around their underwear. All right, so. anyway. Okay. He says he made no promises to trade Aaron Rodgers. If he decides he doesn't want to be in Green Bay, they'll have to figure something out. But he made no handshake agreement before the season that he would play out 2021, and then if he wasn't happy, they would move him. Okay. Well, I mean, is that? I, I guess that's good to know, but I don't... That doesn't I, mean they won't move him. Right. I think that's that's like... It's this whole thing that comes back to everyone in sports has to show they're the ones in charge. And I... Like Aaron Rodgers, to some degree, wants to show he's in charge. And uh, newsflash, he kind of is in many ways. You know, I mean, if if he truly decides he does not, I, I say this about players all the time. If they truly decide they don't want to play, 
and you are willing to take the financial hit, which guys like Aaron Rodgers can afford to do, he can bend the Packers to his will. He can just he can literally come up and say, I will not show up. Find me, don't pay me, take all my money, that's fine. I am I am done with this place. The Packers would be foolish to sit there and go, Oh yeah? Well, I'll show you who does but all fine. of this you is can, foolish. You can win the, the the urination contest if you want to. But it doesn't matter. You're hurting your team by not dealing a guy who doesn't want to be there. I know, but if they're I, of the stature of Aaron Rodgers, you could get a ton for him, and you would be stupid not to make that deal. I can't believe we've gotten to this point. Though. I, I saw some quotes from the Packers yesterday. I think it was the same stupid GM talking about Devontae Adams, where they're like, oh, well, you know, we hope he stays, but we got to be prepared if they don't. Why are they running themselves like a small market baseball team? I don't know. That's the thing that astonishes me about the Green Bay Packers. It it astonishes me. Look, right or wrong, you've got teams like the Saints, like the Patriots, who went all in, ass up against the cap. They knew it wasn't going to be sustainable. The Rams did this, right? Yeah, right? But they said to themselves, we're in our championship window. We have to do this. The Packers just sort of hanging around. They, they, they could make some big moves and spend some money to improve the team, but they keep pulling out their pockets and showing you they have no cash. Well, right. To your point, the Rams, did they make themselves, did, like on paper, absolutely the best roster in the NFL? I don't know that that's a solid slam dunk. Yes. They were one. Pretty of, damn close. They were one of two or three, but it's hard to say which one is absolutely the best, right? But they did their level best in, in all the restrictions you have in these leagues. They did everything they could. They moved heaven and earth to try to make the best roster available to them, right? Then you have the Packers, who I understand you don't want to be run by the players in the sense like when LeBron is the GM of his NBA team by saying, I want these young guys moved out. I want you know these veterans brought in. It works sometimes for a couple years, and look, he's won a bunch of championships doing that. But look where it is right now at the Lakers, right? Moved yeah. on from guys that probably should have been there. Instead, they brought in you know Russell Westbrook this offseason. It's been a disaster. That's how it usually goes with LeBron, the GM. I understand wanting to put a hand out and say, sorry, stop, Aaron Rodgers. We're not going to let you GM this team. But you don't have to just completely ignore the guy every time he brings something up. And I'm no fan of Aaron Rodgers. But I don't understand what their MO has been this whole time. My point is Aaron Rodgers was not mad about not getting paid. Like a lot of guys are. He's mad that you won't pay the guys he thinks are worth it. And you're not using your first round picks to improve this well, right. team. And the free pick, right, the cheap picks you get, he's saying, just draft a wide receiver. Like, we're going to draft a replacement. Good luck with that. Like, I, it boggles my mind that guys like Gutekunst or whoever else is in this position that do this, where they have to stare down another person and go, I'm going to win. Because that's all that matters. No, that's not all that matters. What matters is the team winning. What matters is finding the way to make this thing successful. You have one of the best quarterbacks to ever play football on your roster. All this time, you have one Super Bowl to show for it. That's not good enough. No, that's, it's and not. It's not be, again, if they were building rosters the way the Rams were like, okay, we've got this window. We're, we're throwing everything at it because we got, you know, in their case, Matt Stafford. But that's not the same as having Aaron Rodgers. They said, we're going to go after everything we can and try. And then they fail. That's different. The Packers literally are saying, we know our guy wants all this stuff. We're going to tie one arm behind our back and see if we can win a Super Bowl. Why? Why do you do it that way? It's stupid. It's a power move, and I don't understand it.
How many points did he score against the 49ers? 10? Yeah, they were one and done. They hosted that game. game, They hosted that game. Bad special teams, but 10 points. Yeah, that's. You can. I I guess what my point is if you're trying to do it the way that you you build this roster up and then it fails, you say, well, they, they did throw everything at this and they got as good as they could. They just missed on a couple decisions. That's different. In, in, in the case of what you have, they're trying to say Aaron Rodgers will make all this better. Aaron Rodgers is the cheat code that we get for not really making this roster as good as it could be. And it has worked. Aaron Rodgers has largely gotten that team a lot further than it otherwise would by just some other random quarterback being there. But that's that would be the issue, I would think, Aaron Rodgers. It seems that he has every single time he talks about Everybody it. Everybody has ego. Of course, Aaron Rodgers has ego, and I think he has too much of it. I'm no fan of him on a personal level. But it always amazes me when these front offices puff out their chest and say, it's going to be my way. It's going to be my way, and they don't take into account that they're dealing with delicate personalities. You know, yeah, they, of course, I, I've, I've heard, I've heard it. And I lived it, man. I mean, you saw a little bit of it with, you know, the, the last dance and stuff like that, but with Jerry Krause and the bulls, and ultimately it goes back to ownership who allows it. Jerry Reinsdorf allowed it where you had a situation where Michael Jordan, think of everything that he had accomplished at that time. If anybody could call their own shot, it was Michael Jordan, right? Yeah. Everything he accomplished at that time, six championships, Biggest name, perhaps, in the world. Forget about the NBA. And he sits down in an office and says, hey, I'll come back and do this again, but Phil Jackson's got to come with me. Jerry Krause looked at him in the face and said, no, that's a non-starter. Yeah. Uh, Okay. And that's almost like where we are here with the Green Bay Packers. And what happened? You you break up a championship-winning core because someone's ego gets in the way. But that's the thing, man. How does how is that allowed? Even if someone's ego does get in the way, there's got to be somebody else. There's got to be some other power broker well, in that organization saying, "No, we can't allow our feelings to get in the way of success." And that, and, and your point about Jordan and Jerry Krause is well taken because it's not even like Jerry Jones and Jimmy Johnson not being able to coexist. That's another example. It, it, well, it is, but. In that one, it's like, why didn't ownership step in? Because ownership was the problem. Yes, you're right. You're ownership right. couldn't see past its own ego. Jerry Jones couldn't get past the fact that Jimmy Johnson was getting all the credit for that. But that ego problem got in the way of what was a dynasty. That Who knows what would have happened to the Cowboys if they kept that going for another five or ten years. Instead, Barry Switzer got a title out of it, and then that's it. That's pretty much all you've had since. Good job, Jerry. But at least he's the owner, and you... If, he can point to himself in the mirror and say, this is all my fault. When you're the owner of these teams, how are you not looking at these guys that are standing between you and your franchise quarterback or whoever it is winning more championships and say, you need to stop. You need to let this guy get what we we need to try to make every effort to retain this guy and get what we want. Well, and don't tell me the Packers don't have an owner and that's the problem. They have a CEO. No, what, I, what's his name? I forget his name. I they have remember. a CEO who functions as an owner. Yeah. Well, when they go to the league meetings, someone is there. Yeah, And I'm just saying, I know you have a board and everything else with the way that works because of that one being weird, but it's just, it's too much there. And the struggle with GMs on power trips, that's really the thing that bugs me. NFL teams are ready to strike on Deshaun Watson. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. 
Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident on Stelzer Road at Lifestyle Boulevard. This accident does involve injuries, causing some heavy slowdowns over here. Please be careful as things get cleaned up. About a 15-minute slowdown in the meantime. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low-down payments and flexible payment options. Help the customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Barely famous, incredibly stupid. This is Common Man and T-Bone. I know none of you care about this, but I do, and it pisses me off. The fact that the sitcom Wings, which none of you have probably seen, Mm -hmm. is on Hulu, and they have 23 missing episodes throughout the life of the show on Hulu. Yeah, and we had speculated. You're very annoyed by it. I'm very annoyed. Either show the show or don't show the show. My friend Joe, who knows everything about everything, Mm -hmm. sent me this message. Several of the missing episodes feature "Isn't It Romantic" in the background. The one with Clint Black shows him performing in concert, so that's missing. There's an early missing episode where Roy sings part of "Buttons and Bows." Look, I thought maybe, like Mick Jagger showed up and sang a song. And that's the type of royalties we can't be paying. But isn't it romantic? Buttons and bows and Clint Black. Hey, Hulu, I'll lend you the 26 bucks. What are we doing here? (laughs) All right. I don't know about the other two songs, but I mean, Clint Black was a fairly big country music artist. I would think that probably does cost a little coin to get the rights to whatever song. But is he saying that Clint Black was on that episode? Yes, he was on an episode of Wings. And he, he was, was a performing guest star. one of his own songs that he presumably wrote. You would think. But that, at no point did anyone say, oh, hey, uh, Clint, we're going to need you to sign some paper. I guess maybe it's because you sign this paperwork that says, yeah, you can use my song on any video or broadcast I thing. have the DVDs of well, it. Right, it's like, there. Right. It was able to be put on DVDs and then sold. Because a lot of these songs, probably whenever they cleared these rights, maybe they weren't cleared digitally and well, they just can't, fine, they can't then, get it cleared now. I don't know. He's alive. Call Clint Black back. That's, yeah. t- that's tough to say. Yeah, it is. Call Clint Black back and say, sure. hey, Clint, uh, this is Johnny Hulu. We have all the, the Wings episodes on our platform. You know, you were on that show. We'd love to put your episode on. Let's. Would you like $100? What would you like? <laughs> right. What do you need for us to put that episode on? I think you'd probably want a little bit more, but I get your point. And they've got they've got a little bit more than a hundred bucks, so they could probably afford it. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, it's stupid. Teams are making plans to acquire veteran quarterbacks officially as of March sixteenth, and unofficially before then. Former Texans quarterback, he's not former Texans quarterback. Says four Texans quarterback Deshaun Watson. His legal situation complicates any effort to work out a long expected trade. This is Florio reporting this on Pro Football Talk. Now he says. Per a source with knowledge of the situation, multiple teams are indeed willing to make a deal for Deshaun Watson as long as the criminal situation is resolved. Well, yeah, that's isn't that kind of a big deal? Have they come out and said that he won't face charges? 
I don't believe so. In fact, I want to say there's some pretty important stuff happening this week or next. Where, where in the civil, yes, in the trials. civil suit, where there's there's some kind of testimony being given. I want to say, or He's something going to be effect. deposed. I think. Okay, that's what it is. So maybe there's thought that because he's going to be giving his statement and presenting his side of the story that maybe this will move along fairly quickly. I also believe there was something to the effect that part of that deposition, they were going to be working to get a few of the statements from some of his accusers. And there was some kind of legal issue with who would the judge side with. And I want to say he sided with Deshaun Watson's, you know, lawyers and all that. So Rusty Harden. Yeah, that's his lawyer. That's right. So the point being, maybe that's giving these teams the thought that this is all going to get wrapped up soon because, you know, they are they have been in contact and are asking, when is this happening? Right. They, these teams are not calling up a they're not calling up a courthouse and saying, please tell us how this is going. But I guarantee you, any team that's interested in this and of course, the Texans would be one of them. They are all able to get someone who can tell them, yeah, this is what it's looking like. This is what we're seeing this is what I know about that judge or about this ruling or whatever. They, they're they getting all that info that will get quickly passed along to say, yeah, if you want a deal, deal's going to be good in a month or two. We'll be able to make that happen, so let's start talking. Teddy, can you find me some Clint Black? I just want to illegally play some because we can. Thank <laughs> no, you. no, we're not playing it illegally because we pay a thing to let us play music on this station if we ever have to but we don't pay a thing to stream music off of youtube which is what ted is going to be doing no that's well it doesn't matter how we got it we're playing it no i'm quite sure it matters well i don't think we're supposed to be playing stuff off the internet but we do (laughs) no one has to know that no i'm telling people they don't care we're the rebels they don't care where we get the music from they care if it's broadcast over the radio and we don't pay for it and we do pay a service that allows us to do that we pay one of the rights holders. Are you sure? I, I asked about it well, years ago. Yeah, I know I years was told, ago you asked about well, it. Let, me, let me give you a little secret. Fair Sometimes enough. we don't pay our cell phone bills Fair here at the radio enough. station. <laughs> so maybe once upon a time we right. did pay for that right. service. I know we did at some point. Find me some Clint right, Black. Then play something illegal. Not, not right now. I got, a, got another story for you. By the way, that is a Clint Black song. Play something illegal. It's a very popular song. <laughs> All right. Major League Baseball will begin canceling regular season games if the league and the association, Players Association, can't come to terms on a new collective bargaining agreement by Monday, a league spokesman Mm. said on Wednesday. The spokesman said a deadline is a deadline. They have made the deadline Uh, of, you know, what is it, March 1st? Is that what they said? Yeah, I think so. Missed games are missed games. Salary will not be paid for those games. Well, that's, of course, why Major League Baseball's Sticking to this deadline because players don't want to lose salary, and if they're threatened with games being lost, maybe they'll come back to the table with something reasonable. This is all ridiculous, as we've said from the get-go, as we said when they went 42 days without even having any in-person conversations. Now it's the sense of urgency. Oh, we better hurry up. They knew this was coming to an end. You could have started laying the groundwork and working out your differences, not just this offseason, but last season, during the season. You could have been working on this. Yeah, I agree with you. And what I don't really, I'm not clear on is it would seem like the owners would also not want to miss games, right? Because they're very adamant about, oh, hey, if you miss games, you're going to lose game checks. We're not going to pay you. I'm not convinced that the majority of owners in Major League Baseball aren't okay with that. 
I, I think there's a good number of, maybe it's not the majority, a good number of owners who are like, yeah, I don't have to pay these games in salary. I don't have to open up my ballpark and pay all of everybody that would work them. Yes, absolutely. I now, agree with you. They're saying it like, we don't want this to happen. You don't want this to happen. It's a big deadline. Let's make it happen. But I think there's at least, yeah, a dozen, in a, at least a dozen owners that are saying, ah, if we lose five or six games, that's we'll, we will pocket that money. It's money we don't have to outlay to make this thing happen because they know their attendance probably won't be great in some of these markets. And that that's a bigger issue, isn't it? That there isn't an incentive for probably at least a third of the league to get this started. And who are they will be okay if it just gets kind of, oh, well, we push it back till yes. April or whatever. And that's, right. that's sad. Just to tell you where they are on, and this is just one issue, is they want, the players want pre-arbitration bonus pool money. Guys who can't reach free agency yet, but they've outperformed their contracts and they should earn some extra money. Yeah. The players want $115 million in this pot. Okay. The owners are offering $20 million, <laughs> And they've gone up on that offer. It's crazy to me, right? That you could say $115 million, that's a ridiculous number. Have, have yeah, you, it is. So have is you, $20. Have you, it is ridiculous, but have you met how much baseball players make? Like, it is, yeah, you opened up a ridiculous system, and you're surprised everyone in that ridiculous system is now throwing out stupid high numbers from the player's side. Yeah, because that's what you told them it's all worth, but only if they hit a certain number of years, then it's worth this. If it's not, you can be better than all these other guys who are making ridiculous contracts, and they say, oh, no, you didn't You didn't play for seven years yet, or whatever it is. So they're just saying, can we have some more of that cash now? I'm just saying, no, I hope they get it worked out. I'm not optimistic it'll get done by Monday. No, I'm not at all. I'm not at all. Uh, Bone of Education is coming up next, plus Clint Black live in concert. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Still watching an accident on Stelzer Road at Lifestyle Boulevard. This accident does involve injuries causing slowdowns in this area. Please be careful as things begin to get cleaned up. About a 10 to 15 minute backup in the meantime. Starving Report is sponsored by Buy and Tech and Pfizer. Come rain or shine, high winds or mild breezes, blue skies are great. It's a great time to consider getting vaccinated against COVID-19. Sponsored by Buy and Tech and Pfizer. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Like a sports drink, but for that part of you that's thirsty for fart jokes. Back to Man and Bone. Would you rather is coming up at 534. Send in your would you rather tweets at Man and Bone 971. Your chance to win fabulous prizes. Teddy, I'm waiting. All right, for my Clint Black, a legal Clint. Yeah, Black. you got to play it. One of my favorites. Which one is this? You were the first thing Killing time. Is this the clean version? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Now, Teddy, 
You said you actually saw Clint Black in concert, right? I have, yes. How was the show? Good? Fantastic. Where'd you see him? At the Ohio State Fair, I believe, is where it was. Big deal. (laughs) Makes sense, right? Absolutely. All right. I think we've proved our point. What's the point? Clint Black slaps? Yeah, I agree. If we can play it... Then Hulu can play. It. I, you know, again, do you think Hulu was trying to be like, how can we screw over Mark Riccardi and his wings fixation? No, they probably wanted to put all these episodes up, and then some lawyers came in and were like, can't do that. No, here's what it is it's the distributor who controls everything. Hulu doesn't control it. But what Hulu can do, because people are telling me it's on Paramount Plus 2 with the same missing episodes. So clearly it's not Hulu being the evil person. Mm. But Paramount Plus and Hulu can go to the distributor and say, hey, you want us to run these episodes? Well, then you get the rights to all of them, or we don't run it. Yeah, you could. That's right. The distributor can actually spend some money on their product. I like to live in a world where the distributor of Wings is like, nope, you get these episodes minus the 23. Take it or leave it. And they're like, then they say, well, okay, we'll take it. We'll take it. I'm so sorry. We really want Wings. Like, that apparently is what happened. But I don't understand why, why am I that not happened. allowed to be upset about this. Your entire existence is being upset about little tiny minute well, you're things. Allowed to be. Why did that I no say one you can't cares? be upset but about? But now it. you're like Hulu's lawyer. What it's like, well, I don't think no. that's really fair to Hulu. They're trying really hard. I didn't say, I'm saying that apparently the rights holder guy was like, take it or leave it. They're like, oh, we're so sorry. Yes, we will we will play this. Grow these a backbone, Hulu. Right. I'm saying Hulu and Paramount apparently couldn't cave or they did cave they should have stood strong and told this who even owns these rights anymore? i don't know let's buy it thomas hayden church he he owns the rights it's just him how and much could the rights for wings really be let's buy it all of let's, tony all of tony shalhoub's monk money is <laughs> locked up in wings rights let's He's do got crowdfunding all of it. and then as a, a show and the listeners too will share ownership yeah. in this show we could buy a, a syndicated television show we could. That's right. I would like to. I wonder what one. How much would we need to afford a show like Wings? Would it be like a million? No, it's probably more than that. Okay. How I'm many? I'm going to say it's less than what Bob Dylan sold his catalog for. I don't know how much. And I think that, that was like 250 million. Oh, well, okay. That's a bit of a I'm gonna chasm. Say, I'm going to say less than that. More I'm going to say million, more than a million, less, less than, than 250. 250 million. All right. Well, I think if. Now, let me ask you this. Because people all the time, oh, if I hit the lotto, I would go buy a sports team. And it's like, well, you might not have enough money. I'm buying you... a TV show from the 90s that nobody cares That's what about. I'm saying, right? I think that would be more realistic. You could probably swing that better if you hit the lotto than you could, like, minority ownership in a sports team. Which Maybe one's... we got to wet our whistle first with another show. Oh, you have to get in and Maybe show... Maybe a lesser show. What's a lesser show than well, I Wings? I mean, Wings was on for, like, seven years, so it was on a long time. Perfect Strangers. Is that considered a lesser show? Not, I mean, not in my mind because I love Perfect Strangers, but maybe it, maybe it is. Do they have any illegal Clint Black? That's what I need to know before I go start buying it up. I got to know what's what's the deal there. Someone needs. To <laughs> I tell hope me. illegal Clint Black becomes a thing. <laughs> is that illegal? It's illegal Clint Black. I'll tell you, we had a big boss here at the radio station once upon a time. Oh, God. We were talking about oh. a. Husband and wife team, radio team. Yeah. And he looked at me and said, wait, they're married? That's illegal. (laughs) 
To he be, thought you couldn't be on the radio together. Doing a show. Doing a show if be you married. were married. That's it's illegal. What? No. What is right? It's. Don't tell him about like any of these other shows that have featured like husbands and wives on no. television or movies. No. And, it's all illegal. I mean, he definitely can't watch Chuck Norris and Christy Brinkley do the Total Gym because they're totally married. That's they're not also, married. No, but remember, we were, we were told by a different former employee that those two were definitely married. Oh, and we right. said, that's, no, they're not. That's right. They're not. They just appear in a commercial together. God, we got a lot of dumb people working here. <laughs> Bone of education. What good is a radio show if it can't teach you about useless things? Here, I've redorculated. Open your minds and unzip your pants because it's time for Bone of Education. Oh, it's my turn, yes. Yeah. Uh, by the way, we're chief among those dumb people that work here. Speak for yourself. Okay. Um, so today we're going to talk about a song that has been credited for bringing down the Berlin Wall. That's not exactly accurate, but we'll get to it. Scorpions, you may be familiar with this German rock band. You probably have heard their song, Rock Me Like a Hurricane. Their background, they hail from the city of Hanover in Germany, 200 miles west of Berlin. They This song was not actually about the Berlin Wall or german homeland but they were in this former soviet union at a music festival in 1989 called the moscow music peace festival at the 100,000 seat lenin stadium where no doubt their local university football team was very good and probably won a lot of games anyway fighting lenins (laughs) right the the fighting laying in states that's right anyway this event saw Scorpions play alongside the likes of Ozzy Osbourne, Motley Crue, Cinderella. I know Teddy's guys. Teddy had some Cinderella back in the day. Teddy's your hair metal band. Right that's right. Yeah, absolutely. And of course, Skid Row, which I know you my guys. Oh, yes, uh, Skid, Skid Row. Row, my guys. Oh. Anyway, Sign me up. This was one of the first times that Western metal acts and Western rock bands were allowed to play in the Soviet Union or the former Soviet Union. It was going through a transition time. It was in the uh, perestroika part of the Soviet Union where they were taking a little step back, they thought, to eventually rebirth a stronger Soviet Union. And then that didn't, didn't work out for it. Quite work the way they thought it would. Anyway, uh, so it was at this event where Klaus Mina, who is the lead singer of Scorpions... He said, this is beautiful. I can see an iron curtain starting to crumble in front of my eyes. I can see people starting to get what freedom is all about. I can see some wind of change, you might say. So roughly three months later, as the Berlin Wall was coming down, Scorpions went into the studio and recorded Wind of Change for their 11th studio album called Crazy World in early 1991. Eventually, that song was issued as the record's third single, climbed to number four on the Billboard Top 200. Anyway, it became a big smash, especially around the world, not just in the U.S. In European countries, it became a huge hit. This is 25 years after Scorpions had started their career, and much of it was spent being known as the, you know metal band with you know all kinds of bikini clad women and leather and just that type of lifestyle right and then they suddenly put out this very soft ballad that talked about hope and change and all these wonderful thoughts anyway that song became very popular in russia and in fact it was often played for former soviet leader mikhail gorbachev uh throughout his life most recently in 2011 at his 80th birthday gala in london anyway that is the backstory on that song Now, why am I bringing it up in Bone of Education? Because 
There was a podcast that came out uh, a few years ago called, or last year, Wind of Change. The podcast named after the song. It was a journalist named Patrick Radden Keefe who had heard a rumor the song was not written by Scorpions and not written by Klaus Meine, but rather written by the CIA with the goal of not just, okay, the Berlin Wall's coming down, but we want to get all these young people in that part of the world to hear about freedom and change and hope and then continue to revolutionize and do new things and spread democracy and all that. Now, the CIA, if you go listen to this podcast, I won't spoil it all for you, but this... You will find that the CIA has a long history of doing things like this. Uh, and in this podcast, he documents, does Patrick Radden Keefe, multiple instances where it has been verified later on. CIA did help write a song, get a song put on the radio in various countries to try to stir people up and, and get some desired outcome that was beneficial to the United States. If you go to the CIA headquarters in the lobby on the directory, it says... Office of Rock Ballads. You can you can go there. <laughs> they weren't very clandestine now about it, but back in the day. No, so then this led to this conspiracy theory that is, did Scorpions write Wind of Change or did the CIA write it? Did they did Scorpions write it with the CIA saying write something that will do this? Did perhaps the CIA just help the song get more airplay? These thoughts are all kind of put out there by this podcast that came out. Well, Klaus Mina, the lead singer and the guy who wrote the song, he said about that, he was asked after this podcast came out, did you write this song? Is there any validity to this? Uh, he's not going to be honest with you. Well, if he did do it, right. But here's what he said. He said, it shows how powerful music can be. Um, he went on to say that the I would be ashamed if I would bring up a story like this um, everyone would say, Klaus, no way. No way you could do this. He said this is not something that he ever considered. This is not something he had ever heard of until this podcast, but there is no truth to it. He said, I do have to laugh at all of it. It shows how powerful music can be. If they think the song was like a tool to help bring down communism, I mean, geez, it just underlines in a heavy way, if that would be possible, what the power of music is. So he says there's no truth to this rumor. The evidence is very inconsequential, but for what it's worth, in this podcast, one of the facts they brought up, they talked to someone from the CIA. They spoke to a, a former clandestine officer who would not give her name on this podcast, but it was verified that she was former CIA. And she was asked, did the CIA do things like this? And she said, yes. She said, in fact, I'd be somewhat surprised if they weren't still doing that sort of thing today. So, I think we know why Wings doesn't have any music on some of these records. CIA told him to take those down. Clint Black, working for the CIA. That's what I think. That's the, that's the little journey we just went on right there. What other songs do you think they've written? Oh, I, I think, I think uh, well, do you have a suggestion? Because I have a few. I don't know what song you're pulled up. Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. No? Put it in your head. You it's know, Friday, I have it on the weekend. Authority. Why don't we do any work today? That and then Leanna suddenly... Ray works for the CIA. <laughs> Is that why she can't leave her one block That's radius? I've never her? seen her. That's right. Never seen her in the flesh. True enough. She's an operative. Yep. She's actually a 57 year old man. Did you know that? That's let her live. Great. Which former Buckeyes were drafted by the USFL? I will tell you coming up next. Common Man and T Bone on the fan. 
Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. I have so many secrets. Watch out for an accident on Stelzer Road at Lifestyle Boulevard. This accident does involve injuries. Please be careful as traffic continues to build in this area. Plan about a 20-minute slowdown in the meantime. Traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low-down payments and flexible payment options. Help the customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care, make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Murdering brain cells one show at a time. Back to Man and Bone. Bone. Yes, man. Don't you have some tickets to give away or something? I do have some tickets to give away. Do you have a sounder to play or do you want me to just give the tickets away? I don't have it. Okay. Good. It doesn't matter. All right. Let's do caller. What what number do you want me to do? Got a number you want? 1,270. No. <laughs> Here you go. I got a good one. How about this? In honor of my guy, Brian McBride, caller number 20 right now, 614-821-9710. You'll get a four-pack of tickets and a chance to march to the match with me this Saturday for the cruise home opener against Vancouver at Lower.com Field. March begins at 2, starting at Patel Plaza. And don't forget, it is Black and Gold Week on the fan. The crew open up their regular season on Saturday. All the action right here on the fan. Head to 971thefan.com for all the black and gold fun. We will have interviews on our podcast feed. We did an interview. I did an interview with Dr. Pete Edwards. That will be up tomorrow. You can listen to that. I did ask him about the logo for those who want to know. So you'll be able to check that out. Did he also, say he, he hates it too? You'll have to listen to the podcast to find out. You'll have to find out what he said. What does he think about the 90s sitcom Wings? What does he think we about that? We did not that? get into Wings, Dr. Pete and I. It's, uh, it's, it's always interesting when he comes by because sometimes he's just in scrubs because he is a surgeon. Yeah, that's his job. Yeah, but I mean, right, I'm just saying it's always weird. It's like seeing a, a teacher out of school and you see him at the grocery store. Like, I've never seen you not in front of a chalkboard. Like, I'm, it's just weird seeing surgeons not... Yeah like wearing their scrubs around and you're like, Oh, you just, you, you were cutting someone open earlier. Remember when I was, uh, this years ago, I was in Amsterdam, went to a sex dungeon, found my second grade teacher there working. That was uncomfortable. This was, we were, did have sex as well. Were, that were, made it even more uncomfortable. You were, this was as an adult traveler. You decided to go to your sex dungeon. I just want to be very clear on the timelines involved with everything that you just hey. said. Okay. What was I going to say? I had, Oh, here's what I was going to say. Go ahead. You know how sense smells oh, can, can yeah. bring memories to you. Mm-hmm. Adam King, 10 TV sportscaster, handsome guy. Handsome man. You know, yes. we share offices here. He wears the same exact cologne or perfume, I'm not judging, that the middle-aged Chinese woman at Hunan Lion wears. Because every single time I walk past him, I got a hankering for lo mein. Every single time. Really? Yeah. Well, I find it amazing that you could pinpoint exactly what the smell was and when you last smelled it. Well, I last smelled it last night because we get Chinese every Wednesday night. And she's always working the register. That's exciting. 
Chinese. <laughs> she's there. No, Chinese we... every Wednesday. Oh, that's a, what that's an exciting, a given. What an exciting life uh, that is. These breasts didn't grow themselves, Bone. <laughs> no, it's just, <laughs> you know, every Wednesday from now to eternity, Kama Man's eating Chinese. That's right. And that's the way you like it. That is how I like you, it. Then you should keep doing it. That's our thing. Wednesday night Chinese. Mm. You don't play the dinner roulette wheel where you just no, spin it and see what's going to come up and we, you just go like, get that? We like Chinese. Okay. Once a week, we've designated Wednesday night Chinese week. He wears the same perfume slash cologne. Well, I, I wonder uh, if there's a... I, I'm sure some scents now are just... Either that or he just had a roll in the hay with her. <laughs> I'm not putting that you past never him. Know. You never He's know. He's a suave guy. He walked in there, ordered some lunch, all of a sudden, right behind the fish tank. And if you've been there, you know exactly what hey, I'm talking I'm about. Not, I'm not judging because you and I have never truly been considered the level of attractive that a guy like Adam no, King is. No, I wish right? I he's, was half he's attractive as he is. To be on TV like that, you, you're, you're extremely handsome. So we've never had people just throwing themselves at us left and right. We don't know what that's like. No. I'd like it, though. I mean, when you went to Hollywood, you did have, you know, a couple people you met. I will. That was a long time ago. Yeah. I will say I did have an awkward encounter. With a dude okay. at a Blue Jackets game, probably about 10 years ago. Okay. Now, where he came up to me, it was him and a woman, I presume to be his girlfriend or wife. All right. And he said, hey, man, I'm a big fan of the show. Listen, every single day, thank you for helping me get through the day. You know, nice, normal yeah, interaction. Those are very nice things when people say that. That means right. a lot. And, and then he looked at me. I'm dead serious. He was either a great actor or he was serious. Where he said, and I want you, I want to let you know that it's okay if you want to have sex with my wife. And she looked at me and gave me like mm. a little, he's being real. Oh. Little wink. Did this fan of yours happen to formerly run Liberty University? Because I heard that was a thing with that guy. No. That was a thing that he was doing. <laughs> you know what though? How do you listen, respond to that? Well, you respond. I chuckled, pretend it was a joke, and went I, away. I feel like. But here, if I winked at her, I guarantee you, I would have. I feel like I sound like Rimmer with Anna Kornikova's mom. <laughs> I could have had her. It would have been now, magical. Okay. Well, there's so many questions here, but I'll I'll just do a few things. One, I feel like when someone approaches you with a sex idea, I'll just leave it at that. Mm -hmm. Whatever that is, right? Maybe you of a different sexual orientation than I may be. Maybe you like lots of people involved in your sex thing, and I don't. Whatever. If someone approaches you and is like, I'd like you to be a part of my whatever sex thing, I take that as an ultimate compliment and thank you, not interested. I, I think that's the only right approach, assuming you're not interested. If you are, then you've got to sort that out. But if if you're not, then I think it's a compliment. You move on. You don't get offended by that, right? You weren't offended when that guy asked you, were you? I wasn't offended. I was uncomfortable. Well, uncomfortable is different. Because there was no real way to react to it. Yeah, there is. I'm saying the real way to react is like, wow, that's very generous and Trust me, I appreciate what you're offering. I like how you would have been very calm and composed in this situation. No, you no, know this what, is you know how what you say it. No, I'm just. You don't know. First of all, this guy. If I would have said yes, he would have been watching from the corner. Well, that and just mumbling my guys to himself. We'll my guys, my guys. We'll get there. Just, I'm just saying. I think that's a nice compliment, and I think if I had a sound mind at the time, I would say that's very nice for you to offer that. I'm not interested, but not because of you, because of me. Not my thing, but. That's the other question. Let's say this person that was standing next to your Uber fan was the hottest woman you've ever seen. And let's pretend in this scenario you were not attached and there was no marriage and no nothing. You could just. No, I still wouldn't do it. 
Okay, well, that's my question is, it's the hottest person you've ever seen, but you know that dude's going to be watching. That's the thing. I can't, I can't do that. I don't think I could either. No, I, come I, on. I, if you're if you're of the ability to do so, God bless. Does it make a difference if it's like that movie? What was it? Was it Absolute Power? I don't know. Where what the, are we talking about? He's watching from the other end of a two way mirror. Oh, I didn't. So no, I don't know. So he's not in the room with you. He's on the other do end you, of the do wall. You know someone else? You, is? Yes, you know he's there. He's watching you. You just can't mm. see him watching you. Yeah, that's. I think that's. Yeah, one of my biggest self conscious things, like just walking around in my house. I know you're not this way. You leave your windows open. You're like, hey, if you want to look in, you see what you see. That's up to you. But I don't do that. You said that before. That's that- radio shtick. I okay. don't do any of that. All right, I cover up. I wear a kimono. Okay. Well, I I am always like afraid that after I like walk around the bedroom, if I'm like changing or whatever, then I go. <gasps> Because I think did the did the windows did we like crack the window and leave the blinds up and then we have neighbors and I don't want to they don't have to no I get self conscious just walking around I can't imagine doing anything else in front no. of people I couldn't go what in. if it was Bubba the Love Sponge's wife what would you do then <laughs> that's just for you I think I would probably be a pro wrestler All right. I think I would probably do that and tell kids to eat their vitamins All right, we got to take a break. What did I tease? Maybe you have to. Buckeyes in the USFL. I promise we will do it. No more stories about me and my second grade teacher at a sex dungeon in Amsterdam. (laughs) I can't promise it. That's a callback I had forgotten about. Was in this same 15-minute span we just were hanging out in because I had forgotten all about that. Thanks for bringing that up. Buckeyes in the USFL. Next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. All right. Watch out for an accident on Stelzer Road at Lifestyle Boulevard. This crash does involve injuries. It is causing slowdowns in this area. Please be careful as the roads continue to clear. You'll also find delays on I-71 northbound between 670 and 11th Avenue. About a five-minute backup in that area. Strabic Abort is sponsored by Biontech and Pfizer. Come rain or shine, high winds or mild breezes, blue skies are gray. It's a great time to consider getting vaccinated against COVID-19. Sponsored by Biontech and Pfizer. I'm Leanna Ray with Van Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care, make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Picture a sports talk show, but without all those pesky sports getting in the way. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Would you rather is coming up at 534. Send in your would you rather tweets at Man and Bone 971 the USFL finished up their draft yesterday. They started on Tuesday night. They finished it up yesterday. A mm. couple Buckeyes were selected. Uh, Johnny Dixon was selected. Johnny Dixon played for the Buckeyes from 2014 to 2018. Spent three spent time with three NFL teams: Texans, Cardinals, Cowboys. Has not played in an NFL regular season game. Went unsigned after he was, <clears throat> excuse me, mm. frog right over there. Was waived by the Cowboys following last year's preseason. Of course, Teddy remembers Johnny Dixon starring during the Cowboy preseason. Right, Teddy? Absolutely. He was tremendous. He wasn't as good as Noah Brown, but he was pretty good. Yeah. 
Uh, Mike bad, Weber yeah. also selected in the USFL draft. Played for the Buckeyes from 2015 to 2018. Spent time with four NFL teams. Cowboys. There you go. Yeah. Chiefs, Packers, Giants. Has not recorded a rushing attempt in the NFL. Went unsigned after he was released by the Giants last August. Uh, Jonathan Newsom played for the Buckeyes for two years, 2009-2010, then transferred to Ball State. But he was selected in this draft. He previously had a stint in the CFL where he retired, but now he's coming back to okay. play in the right. USFL. Um, I don't know if those names move the meter enough to get you to watch if you're a Buckeye fan. Absolutely not. Okay. They don't for me, but I admit maybe I'm <laughs> maybe maybe I'm different than Look, the majority of Buckeye fans on that, but I want I I care more when you play at Ohio State. Joe Burrow was a part of Ohio State, and a lot of Ohio State fans still have an affinity for him. They feel good about an Ohio kid who went on to do the things he's doing now for the Bengals. My own Browns love aside, I, I get that to some degree. But for me, usually, when guys leave Ohio State, unless they're getting you know ripped to shreds for nothing, where they're being said, oh yeah, this guy can't play at all, he's terrible. And I think, well, that's we haven't seen it yet. Let him let him try to play before we, you know, just jump all over him. Once you get out of Ohio State, I'm happy you played here. I wish you well, but I'm then more focused on the guys that are actually on my NFL team, right? Aren't you? I mean, you happen to have as a Bears fan Justin Fields on your team. I don't think you would be as invested in his future if he was playing for any other team but your Bears, correct? Yeah, I mean, I'd be curious. No, but I'm you saying know, but you wouldn't I, I be wouldn't watching be, it no, with the I attention be you're watching. down and watching it. No. Yeah, if, if a game was on and I, you know, let's say, you know, played on Sunday night, I'd tune in to watch maybe more so intently to see him play initially, how that's going. But that's not necessarily just because I'm rooting for Ohio State. It's also because I've gotten to know that player a little bit and I've, like, from a distance watching him play. And I'm curious to see what that looks like because I watched a lot of his games here I want to see what that looks like in the NFL. That's more of just curiosity. I don't think that's the same thing that draws you to the the USFL. You've got to be dedicated to go watch that kind of football. I just watch football at its highest level. I have no desire to watch secondary football. And look, for some of you, I'm sure you'll turn on the USFL, maybe gamble on it, have a good time. I don't care. Maybe, perhaps, if they decided to go in a different direction and put all these teams in traditionally college locations, maybe we could have some fun with that. I'm not even saying I'd be interested at that point, but they decided, with the exception of Birmingham, right, every one of these cities are in an NFL market. Yeah. I don't, And they're not even playing in those markets now. They're playing all these games in Birmingham for the entire season. There will be no atmosphere, no intangibles to really suck you in. Yeah, I, I, think, that's, I think that's the bigger issue is... This these spring football leagues, all the ones that are cropping up, the XFL next year when they launch, it'll be similar. I think it appeals to guys who just love to watch football for different reasons than most NFL fans love to watch. Football. I love to watch football. No, 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 that's not what I mean. But at some point, you have to have some standards for what you're watching, right? I'm saying, like I, you know, I really like basketball. I grew up playing it. It's the sport I know probably the best of any of the sports that exist in our modern sports universe, including soccer, which I enjoy as a fan. But when I watch a basketball, I can sit there and watch a random college or NBA game, have no rooting affiliation for it, and be very interested in like what is happening in this game from a, 
oh, I see what they're trying to do. They're trying to run this type of offense. Oh, like, I get guys who want to watch football that way. I don't watch football that way. I watch it more of a, what is what am I getting out of this? Not just because I want to grind tape. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not watching it just for the pure love of the game. I'm watching it more of, I like to see big plays. I like to see my team do well. I like to see other teams that I don't like do poorly. So I have a lot of that going on when I'm watching football. Less so, I'll just watch. And if you're saying, well, I'm not that guy. I'll watch a lot of football. I don't care about that. Cool. You're going to watch two random Pac-12 teams that are both like 500? That's what that's what I'm saying the USFL is more like to me. If you're someone who routinely will just say, I'll put on a crappy Pac-12 game and stay up until midnight watching it, not because I care about the outcome, because I care about watching the football being played. USFL might be for you. That might be fun. But thats I don't think that's what makes the NFL the most popular sport in the world, or in, in the U.S. at least. It's because there are so many other rooting interests you have when you watch an NFL game. And USFL will not provide that. It I will, will not provide what college football no, does. I want to watch the best version of that thing. All right, And I know that I'm not going to get that with the USFL. Not even close. And you know what? I'm not going to get that with that random Pac-12 game you were talking about either. So I don't watch it. Well, and and I'm not trying to crap on this team either because you know I love the crew, right? But one of the knocks on Major League Soccer over the years has been what? It's not the it's not the biggest soccer league in the world. It's not the Premier League, right? That's where the best teams play typically. All right. Why why do you think a lot of people around here care about the crew? Because it's around here. <laughs> it's because it has a local tie-in to what's going on. And it's been around for 20 years, 25 years, actually, 26 now. And, and it's gotten people hooked in, right? That that local aspect of the USFL, maybe if you were here for 25 years, if you put a team in some markets that never get any type of pro sports love, maybe you could grow one of these spring leagues into something, but it would take a, a deep-pocketed individual who says, I have no problem losing money for five or ten years. And I and I will put it in traditionally smaller markets, but I'm going to work like hell to get stadiums built. I'm going to work to build the fan base. I'm going to work to grow this idea. That's what it would take. Instead, everyone who's doing this is looking to get a quick buck from TV. Yeah, And that's not it's not going to work that way. You're only going to build that if you build up a community of fans who want to watch this. You will get some people who watch it on TV. You are not going to get this to be a sustainable league. Uh, someone won a crazy parlay bet yesterday. 23-leg parlay, all college basketball. And we're not talking about like obvious bets here either. Yale, Toledo, Ohio Bobcats, Tennessee, Akron, Texas A&M, Richmond, Iowa, Arkansas, Monmouth, Kent State, Buffalo, Eastern Michigan, St. Bonnie's, Northwestern, Miami, Texas Tech, St. Louis, Kansas, Alabama, Boise State, Fresno State, Utah State. There's your 23-team parlay. This guy or gal put down a dollar, 10 cents. One dollar, 10 cents. Wound up winning $532,000. Oh, my God. And the only reason why it wasn't even bigger oh my God. is because St. Louis was an 11-point favorite against St. Joseph's and won the game by 11, so it was a push. Oh, so he had a favorite that should have won and, and was right there and almost, they were half a point away if from If St. Louis would have covered the spread, half a point difference. Well, that no, it couldn't have been a half. A, it must have been, it was 11 points and he got it at 11 because that's a push. If it was 11 points and it was 11 and a half, he loses. And that parlay goes away. It's vaporized. Right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Huh? It must have been, it was, a, whatever. It yeah, doesn't well, matter. Whatever. He had one that tied and one, everything else one won. One was a push, could have been even bigger. 
Good one dollar and ten cents turns into over five hundred thousand dollars. Would you be the person who says, "I'm so thrilled I won five hundred grand. This is awesome. I can't believe my luck." Or would you say, "God, if I'd only bet five dollars"? Well, yes. Absolutely. I mean, which one would you? I would because I think I think I would be more the what a ridiculous lucky thing I just had happen to me. Well, Teddy was telling me somebody did this the other day. It was twenty some odd team parlay, and he put down a hundred dollars. Oh. And, and it was a ridiculous way. And he hit? Yeah, he hit it. Oh, and he put down $100. Yeah, they were picking winners, so it wasn't any point spread. So that's why... The payout it, wasn't as big. It, but. Yeah, yeah. And one of the games was the Buckeyes was involved. <laughs> so in that, that game, Indiana obviously, game. Yeah, it went to overtime. Yeah. And there's, there's something to it, though. When there's that many college basketball, if you, it is such a crazy thing to bet. Please understand this. For people who are listening going, that's what I'm going to do. But I'm going to put like $20 on each one of these. You, you never win these. They're done all the time. Vegas makes the most money, and all these other states, I'm sure, too. They have all so far shown they make monies off parlays. It's the number one thing that gets bet, and they always make money on it. So for every one of these that hits, there's a million plus that nothing happens. A school is suing their own conference. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for slowdowns on 270 westbound before Selma Road. There is some debris blocking the right lane, causing backups in that area. Please be careful as cars swerve to avoid it and plan on delays in the meantime. This traffic report is sponsored by eBay Motors. Getting stuck in traffic is part of owning a car. Getting stuck because you don't have the right parts doesn't have to be. That's because eBay Motors has all the right parts at the right prices, 122 million of them. So keep moving and moving in style at ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Happy to be wrong, which is good because they're always wrong. This is Man and Bone. Hey, so glad you've tuned in. Three hours a day, every single day. That's all we ask of you. And then go listen to the podcast as well. And, and, then, then, and then leave us a five-star review. And then go tell everyone you know about this podcast yeah. as often as you can. Go to the do, point that your friends that. disown you and say, I don't want to talk to you anymore. And if they say, why should I listen to this show? You say, well, Common Man told a story about running into his second-grade teacher at a sex dungeon <laughs> in Amsterdam. It, what other show is going to give you that? Was it Amsterdam? Is that where it was? Yeah. Is that is that the uh, capital of sex dungeons? Yeah. Because, uh, like I, yeah. That sounds negative, but I assume that's positive. Absolutely, it's, it's a positive. It's right. It's a, it's a willful entrance in there. You're not, you know, yeah. nothing, you know, like a prison. No, no. Don't want that. I, I paid ham- handsomely. That was his name? I got gotcha. you. <laughs> that's, let's see. You only get that when you watch Avin Costello. As a I got kid. It. You don't get that timing any other way. <laughs> that old Bud Abbott got that to me. Help me out. Would you rather is coming up at five thirty four. Send in your would you rather tweets at Man and Bone nine seven one. There is a school suing their conference bone. Oh yeah, that's right. That's, that's you my now. turn. Yeah, 
Marshall is suing Conference USA because this is all about that desire for these schools, Marshall, Old Dominion, and Southern Miss. They all want to leave Conference USA on June 30th and become members of the Sun Belt. So they announced these plans, and then Conference USA was like, not, not so fast. We have contracts involved, and we're not planning to let you out of those contracts prior to their fulfillment. So Marshall is basically saying, we tried with Conference USA, according to an athletic spokesman in a statement to ESPN. So for more than two months, Marshall attempted to reach a resolution with Conference USA regarding that decision not to participate in the league after this academic year. However, no progress has been made. The action we brought yesterday is the beginning of litigation intended to protect our rights. We look forward to a successful resolution of this matter in a bright future with the Sunbelt Conference. So wasn't it? It was Conference USA, right? That put the schedule out and was like, well, screw you. You're all on the schedule. Yeah. You're not out of this conference yet. You can be out of it when your contract runs up, I guess. But we're going to make your lives miserable until then. So we'll see how that plays out for both of these sides. The Browns say they're raising ticket prices. They announced this yesterday. It's third straight season that they've raised prices. The fifth time since 2008. According to the team, the lowest priced season tickets will go from 50 bucks to 55 this season. And that seats over half of the non-club and non-premium seating will rise by no more than 10 bucks per game. The team also says they expect their average season ticket price to rank in the bottom third of the league. Here's a statement from their so, communications so many, guy. Much like their offense. Yeah. But no, I'll, I'll, leave it, I'll leave it alone. Hey. Every, after every season, we review comprehensive data about our season ticket memberships and price points for each, each section in the stadium. Our first focus is making sure that we continue to enhance our season ticket members' year-round experience while also appropriately pricing tickets based on variables in the local market. What a bunch of gobbledygook this is. (laughs) Jesus. Uh, Our annual approach prioritizes making ticket options available to all fans at affordable price points and providing customizable payment plans to meet, meet each individual's needs. In addition, our recent introduction of an auto-renewal payment program and two-phase renewal process gives our season ticket members convenient payment options. How is it convenient that we just bill you every year until you <laughs> beg us to stop? How is that convenient? Well, that's right. That, if you're not aware, if you're not a season ticket holder for any of these teams, now what a lot of them do is you you are opted in on season tickets until Indefinitely. you opt Yeah, until you decide, hey, no, I don't want to renew and then if you don't do that... Is that like the BMG music service back in the day where if you get to send yeah. in the card, mm-hmm. it's like, well, we're going to send you the CD at $27. You're like, oh man, my first eight games I went to cost me one penny. The next three are going to cost me $7,000. Seems like this and is I a bad deal. I forgot to send in the card, so I, I guess I'm the- locked in for next year too. <laughs> yeah, what a ripoff that was. Unless you, rem- unless you remembered to send the card in. And- I usually remembered. To send the card because you have to cancel. I had a buddy who would just use a bunch of fake names, and he he would get calls and emails from creditors, and he just took the stance, "Come get me." That feels like I think that's why he couldn't buy his first house. Oh, oh, it really screwed him up. It it did screw him up. Okay, I was going to say that feels like something I was going to say. That feels like something that would only happen in the pre-internet era, but I'm guessing it. It's no, it still got him because well, they they kept up and found out. You get those hits on your credit report. Yeah, I guess so. If you're putting in, if if you're using a fake name, but you're putting in all your other info, that's on him. That's not great. Well, you had to pay for it a certain. You had to you had to give yeah. him payment information. So it was fake names, but he kept using his same checking account because he's an idiot. 
Yeah, that's that's really not bright. That's I'm not that's, saying this is well thought out. No. That well you you would be right. It's not. If you've missed anything from the first two hours of the program, we got you covered with the rundown. Coming up, Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find the debris has cleared from 270 westbound before Sawmill Road. All lanes have reopened, but traffic is still slow as it recovers over there. You'll also find some delays on I-71 northbound between 670 and 11th Avenue. Plan about a five-minute delay. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options. Help the customer stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean-out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Their collective IQ is lower than they think it are. Back to Man and Bone. Now, I want to point out, I want to point out. You tried to break him. No, hold on. As no man has I ever been I want to point broken. something out to you. Listen to me. I was doing that, but when the fart got louder at the end, Teddy was doing it too. Teddy was playing farts in there. Was so if you think really? it's just me. Was that a no. double fart no. sound effect? I just raised the volume up is all I did. <laughs> <laughs> you still, yes, but you contributed, Ted. Don't wash your hands of this Pontius Pilate. You're in on this. You are a part of things here. That was a 20 second long fart that I just kept playing on a loop. Yeah, but see, here's how I was involved, because I definitely didn't play the sounder, and I definitely didn't turn the volume up, because I have no control over anything where I sit. But I laughed really hard. Yeah. And I, if I hadn't laughed, if I was just like, that's, I don't know. Maybe I would have stopped a little of that, but because I was laughing, I think that encouraged both of you to keep being juvenile. Uh, the Jackets game, scheduled for 6 o'clock against Vegas on March 13th, will now start at 7. So, Oh. Oh. I'm just, it's a whole hour. Adjust, adjust your lives accordingly. So I guess I, I guess I can go do that thing I was going to postpone. You have an hour. I have an hour to get it in. Yeah. I can't tell you what it is. Super secret. You know, I was, uh, I was thinking in the break about the USFL. Why? Well, I was, you, you should actually go talk to someone. You know, I, I, uh, I, I make no illusions what? Like, me either. I'm not a magician, so I don't do that. <laughs> I make no illusions. All right, that's enough. What were you going to talk about with nothing, the USFL? Come nothing, on. Nothing. No, you said illusions. No, and I it just wouldn't have been good. Me, what do you mean it wouldn't have been it's good? Not, it's not a good Why observation. Oh, God. It's not a good observation. So, I'm, just, like, I'm ending you, it. You like my shirt? I think it's ugly. No, there are, there are some. No. <laughs> no, there are some radio shows out there that will just keep going with the stupid thing because they just have that planned. Well, so they'll spend right. 10 minutes talking about something that's stupid. Okay. I am preemptively saying that was stupid, even though I didn't say it. So I'm not going to waste your time. Well, could I, as a partner of this show, could you run it by me and then I could tell you if it's stupid or not? I promise I'll be, I'll be honest, but fair. Okay. I will not be mean if it's not warranted. All right. 
I have the porn pad in the basement. Okay. And I enjoy to watch attractive naked people have at it. Yeah. Well, the keyword being think, attractive. I think that's usually, uh, not everyone. No. Everyone's got their own thing. Because I'll tell you what, I, some of these videos pop up, some of these categories on this website where it's just the ugliest, most disgusting people also going at it. People must be watching it or they wouldn't do it. That, to me, is the equivalent of the USFL. You just watched two very attractive people yes. have a night of passion. You were mm. the voyeur in the room. And for some reason, now you want to watch spring football where it's the equivalent of me and Bone going at it. Why? Why? <laughs> so what you're saying you is... You know what it's supposed to look like. You're saying if you watch the USFL... You have a football fetish. You like dirty, ugly porn. You have a fetish. That's what it is. That's a nicer way to say that. Yeah. It's a fetish. And that, you know what? I'll let you live on your fetish. Just don't ask me to be a part of it. So that's what I was going to say. That's not stupid. I stopped saying it. Why do you think that's stupid? That was, that's actually a spot on comparison, I feel like. I mean, I don't know about it. We had to get so detailed. You talk about like people's body hair and their BMI. That's the whole, that's the whole point. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think this is? The combine? Come on. Can't talk about that stuff now. It's next week. We're going to do all that. BMI. They don't. That's stupid. I BMI, hate BMI. No, they. They. There have been. I don't. Again, I don't want to wade into like waters that I don't know fully about. And Why? obviously, we do it every day well, for three enough. hours. Fair enough. And and obviously, like there are people whose BMI they say, you know, you're overweight, and it's a perfectly healthy person who's got a lot of muscle mass and maybe a little bit of body fat, but their body type is built that way and they're otherwise in perfect health. And they say for those people, yes, BMI is wrong. I know me, I'm fat. I don't need BMI to tell me. BMI says I'm like super duper fat and I also am that. I'm just saying, I think if I lost as much weight as I could and still be like alive and moving around. You'd still and still be overweight on BMI. I will always be, be I mean, overweight it's, it's by BMI. It's different than now where you type in your measurements and just a picture of Dr. Now's face pops up on your screen. <laughs> Hello, T-Bone. <laughs> I've been waiting for you. That's what he says. He's like, you need to lose 200 pounds. Yeah, that's right. I don't, I, I, I. Don't want to judge those people. And well, yes, I do. That's why we watch that show. The USFL is Doctor now having sex with himself. <laughs> That's what the USFL is. He's got his stethoscope on and he's his, going to town. His fancy stethoscope. That guy. He's spent a baller, some more. man. He spent some money on well, that he's stethoscope. Making money. Look, he's doing those operations for. He's not charging the fat people, but somebody's paying him. The production company's paying him. Right. Well, no, I thought, now, are you sure he's doing those for free? I thought that no, was like... No, he's not charging them. I thought he was getting, like, I thought they were getting their insurance to cover whoever, whatever they got was covered. I don't know. Somebody's paying. I thought the point was like, yeah, those people saying, look like they have a lot of insurance. Well, <laughs> all right. Maybe he does do some pro bono work. Calm down, porn pad. It's all right. That does not that what that means. It's legal stuff. But maybe he's... Pro bono. <laughs> maybe he's helping out... For some people who genuinely don't have any insurance, can't afford it. But I think a lot of those people, that's that's how wonderful our medical system is. They just need a doctor to be like, oh, yes, you do need this surgery. And they go, oh, thank goodness. Now the insurance I pay for will cover it. And so I think that's what I always thought that's what it was. But maybe you're right. Maybe, maybe, maybe. maybe it is like hitting the lotto and he also does anything else you need to. Well, what I'm saying is somebody's paying him. Yeah. Oh, sure. He's, He's not paid. doing the show for free. How old do you think he is now? 72. 
He's got to be in his seventies. It's got right. Got to be in his. 70s. I mean, he's that's that's not real hair color. I don't think. I no, think that's, no. That's, that's he's getting that. What was his real name again? We. I mean, I know his. He uses Dr. the first name it's, Jonathan, but his real name is not Jonathan. Oh, it's it's Yunin uh, or Yonin. It's Y O U N A N. He's Iranian. Uh, his yeah, his last name is Nazard Nazaradin, I believe. Nazard Nazardin, I Naz, think is Naz, what it is. Nazardin, I think so. All right, Doctor Now. Yeah, but you're right. What's He's, up, Doctor Nazardin? <laughs> I I appreciate him saying, you know what, Doctor Now's good. I don't need you to further insult me by yeah. coming in here and not listening to my advice and smelling like cheese that's been left in the fridge for too long, and then also calling me a name that makes no sense. Just say Doctor Now, and we'll move on. I, I respect him saying that's that's what we're doing. Look, can you? I know everybody's got a price. He's compensated handsomely, hmm. but the smells that he must deal with on oh. a daily basis. Oh, that's because that's, people just can't well, physically. It's not even like they want to smell. They just physically cannot wash the areas they need to wash. I've always thought this. I mean, when you cut a person open, oh, that must not smell good, right? I'm saying as a surgeon, you're probably used to that, right? Because there's got to be some gross that comes out of that. Because all I know is when stuff escapes my body, you know, like mm-hmm. if I pass some wind, that doesn't typically smell great. Yeah. Now, maybe you will tell me that's not because of the wind that's coming out of my body, but some other, I don't know, bacteria somewhere. That bacteria came from somewhere in my body. That's what I'm saying. I'm guessing when you open them up, there's some of that bacteria in some there. Some of that escapes. What if you're like, you know, I mean, well... We're both, I'm pushing 40, you're over 40. 40 years of bacteria and gross and smells all trapped in there. And then they cut you open and then, there you go. Biggest fart you've ever smelled every day. Is that what it's about? You know, Sur- I wonder. There's surgeons who listen to us. Can someone tell us, does it stink when we get cut well, you open? Should, you should have talked to Dr. Pete. I didn't. You talked to Dr. Pete today. I did. Instead of talking about the crew, who the hell cares? <laughs> talk about how people smell when they get I cut did. open. I didn't think to ask him. Do people have stinky knee ligaments? I didn't. I didn't think I should have asked. Or maybe it smells good. Well, maybe it's would, like a potpourri. Well, that would be dangerous. That would be bad, right? If the smell was so intoxicating, you're like, I can't not smell the insides of humans, and then you're like, well, now what does that mean? Now I'm a serial killer. I dated a girl once who ate nothing but she was a vegetarian. She ate vegetables all day, every day. All right. She followed like a raw foods diet. Good for her if she can do it. Well, good for her, but she had the worst smell and breath of anybody I've ever met in my entire life. Well, did she did she try to like brush her teeth? Well, or? it didn't matter. It was coming from inside her gut, is what I'm saying to oh, you. Oh, okay. The so. mouth was not the issue. All the roughage and vegetables she ate inside her gut. Mm. So I'm wondering, because you and I were disgusting fat asses. We eat flaming Hot Cool Ranch Doritos. Yeah. Maybe if you cut us open, we don't smell that bad. But if you cut open the super healthy person, like that girl I used to date, it's like, oh my God, you smell like cabbage that's been left out in the sun for 17 years. I promise you. Now, this is not usual. I promise you, I I specifically remember a time where I ate some kind of food that had a very specific smell to it. Mm -hmm. And I'll leave it at that. It's a fast food place. That's all I'll say. Then, a few days later, going to the bathroom... I detected in in the stench, and there was a lot of stench. You could pinpoint it. I did catch a little whiff, and I said, "I think I think I know what just is in." I think I know. I think I pinpointed a timeline. I like those. Have you had those? Oh, I have them quite often. So you've smelled something where you're like, "Oh no, that's that's something from I remember when we ate that." Yeah. Okay. I like that game. 
I don't really, I didn't, I didn't know if I should like it. I definitely was proud that I noticed it, but then that was, that was the end of that. I've never, it was one time. Asparagus has always fascinated me. It does a lot. Yeah. But here's what the, the thing about asparagus is that it's not like, oh, the next day it's within five minutes. You yeah, eat asparagus, you pee, it's going to smell. Five minutes. Right. I've I've heard the op. Well, now we're, I can't. I've, there's another fruit that has another Common effect. Man and T-Bones, the rundown. The rundown. Don't put that fruit upside down in your cart, is what I'm saying. The pineapple. Yeah. There's supposedly an effect. I'll leave it at that. You go Google that for yourself. I'm not going to help you. What? No, it helps with a, a... I can't. I literally can't say this on the radio. There's no way I can say it. It's not a thing I can say. I'm just, that's why I stopped. And then you asked. So I'm stopping. Are we playing this game where you want me to help no, you say I this? Do not want, no, no, no. You want assistance no. in saying this? No. Should we have Ted say it? So no. if someone gets in trouble, it's him. Because who the hell cares about Ted? Okay. It's a thing. Maybe Leanna can say it. When someone says the actual name for what this phenomenon is, you violently react into almost vomiting. You hate it when someone actually says what this is. Oh, no, no, we can't say it. Thank you. We can't say That's it. why I said stop asking me. Okay, well, don't bring I, it up. I, I paused. I stopped. I backed away. Oh, this segment. Oh, this yeah, show. this Who segment. Who is listening to this show? I don't Let me tell you something. I don't know if I'm supposed to say it, but I'm going to say it. <laughs> we got our latest batch of ratings today. Mm-hmm. I don't know how we continue to do it or how depraved and sick all of you are. But we continue to set records. No, it, it has been truly stunning. We appreciate you guys so much for everything listening but to us. But I don't know why. I don't know either, but why I appreciate it. I, uh, yeah, but that's, you know what it is? It's like when you have a friend who shows up, you have like a flat tire on the side of the road, it's pouring down rain, and your friend is like, yeah, I saw you inside the road, so I looped around, came back, I helped you out. And then like a week later, they're like over at your house again, helping you with something. And you're like, Wait. and they're just so nice. And you say, why are you so nice? And they say, because I just... Because I like you, and you're like, but I suck. Why do you like me? Why are you being nice to me? It almost makes me suspicious, but I know that's stupid. That's my own insecurity. Thank you to the audience yes, for being you. that very I, I nice person to somebody us. Somebody say this to me a few years back when he said, I, I listen to the show every single day, and I do it because I'm afraid that if I don't, you'll kill yourself. Oh. And you know what? If that's what's, what it takes, <laughs> keep doing it. Because I'm on the verge every every damn day. Uh, I got what we got people what? now. I got people starting to try to crack the code on that. Just don't bother. Forget it ever came up. I want to. I just. I want to eject out of this Stop. right now. Stop. I want to no eject. I want to eject out of this. Is what I said. What I said. Eject. I want to get out of this. Segment. Tom Brady is hanging out with a bunch of old ladies. Details next. Common man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic from the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good evening. Watch out for slow traffic on I-71 northbound between 670 and 11th Avenue. Traffic is beginning to build in that area and delays on 71 southbound between 670 and East Broad Street. Traffic is backed up there as well. This traffic report is sponsored by Indeed.com. Hiring can be a headache. That's why there's Indeed, the hiring platform that removes the hassle. Sponsor a job and immediately get a short list of quality candidates and you can schedule and conduct video interviews right on their site. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. 
Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Your undisputed leader in talking about nothing. This is Man and Bone. I have a question for you. Okay, what's the question? We have MLB Network on in here. Yeah. And they are showing a documentary on Jim Abbott. Oh, yeah. Former Major League Baseball pitcher who had one hand. Yes. How do we not talk more about Jim Abbott? Like, you should walk I, in the grocery store today. You're looking at deli meat. See, I have a half a pound of turkey. And how about Jim Abbott? <laughs> he pitched 10 years in Major League Baseball with one hand, threw a no-hitter. Now, slice my turkey! We should be talking about Jim Abbott all the time. You're right. I uh, I don't know why he's not brought up more often. Jim Abbott, for uh, those who are not aware, born without his right hand, or uh, uh, his hand was malformed at the very least, very small, not not something, not usable. Yeah, so he would stick his, he would put his glove on his left. He had a left-handed glove. He would take that off between pitches after he would get the ball. He would take the ball out of the glove, and then he would put the glove on his right, what was left of his right arm, and then he would wind up throw the pitch and slide his hand in as he's finishing following through on the pitch he would slide his hand into the glove to and the then, fielding position yeah and guys would try and lay down bunts on him and he'd field it and throw him out yeah because he could also quick change get the glove get the ball throw it to first and still get these guys out and you're right he threw a no hitter he had a sub three era in two of his 10 seasons a sub four era in Five of his 10 seasons. It's pretty good. How do we not talk about this guy? Oh, good news, though. He was just doing this all in the steroid era. So, you know. Well, he it, was probably on steroids. I don't think so. That's why it's how he lost his hand. <laughs> Stop. He had two hands and he no. started taking steroids. Hand fell off. Okay. All I'm saying is he came, he, he came around in the wrong time. Because if he had come around now, I think he would have been. He was a big deal back then. He I mean, I, high school quarterback, too. Yeah, they showed a video of that. Yeah, he was doing that. Man, makes you really feel like your life is pathetic, doesn't it? See, that's where you go. I we go like, two I'm just, hands, we've I'm accomplished ex- nothing. I'm a- <laughs> Don't speak for yourself. I'm just saying, I think he's, I think he's an inspiration and what a guy, I don't know about what a guy, what a great talent he was to be able to do all this. I assume you have to be a pretty amazing person. I'm going to say he's a good guy. I, I don't know I don't him. Know. I don't know anything don't know. other than that. I thought he had hit a home run in Major League Baseball, but I don't think he, he... U- he used to crank him out in batting practice. Okay, that's what it, I knew. There was some story about him hitting a home run, and perhaps it was at lower levels. According to uh, Baseball Reference, it says that he only batted twenty. He had twenty four plate appearances. He spent most of his time in the American League. Yeah. So, and that was that was in ninety nine. Was the one year where they have statistics for him to of batting. So that was that was at the very end of his career. But does not show you a book. April 2012, his autobiography called Imperfect, an Improbable Life. We should read it. We should read it. Live on the air. Sure. 
every day. You know what? From now until how is that it's different done. than us just making fart noises? Well, we can read books I aloud. Think I think it's very different. Then we'll see if that rating sticks. <laughs> We'll gonna, see if that number one that rating gonna, sticks if that, we start reading books. Is that going to be your new thing now? Is how can we get the rating to suck? Yeah. Is let's just see how absurd we can be. Uh, batting was not an issue for Abbott for the majority of his career since the American League uses the DH. Played only two seasons in the interleague play era, but Abbott tripled in a spring training game in 1991. Okay, off of uh, Rick Russell. Then Abbott joined the National League's Milwaukee Brewers in 99. He had two two hits in 21 at-bats, both coming off John Lieber. Wow. He liked John Lieber. He did. He saw something. Was that in the same game, I wonder? Mariano Rivera claimed to have witnessed Abbott hitting home runs during batting practice. Okay, I knew I had heard that somewhere that he hit home runs in Major League ballparks, but that, that must have been what it was. Right, here's a Tom Brady story. Tom Brady is going from the gridiron to the silver screen. One of his first major moves since announcing his retirement earlier this month after 22 NFL seasons. But he had two hands. Well, yeah. So So it's it's not that much of an accomplishment. Not nearly as much as whatever Jim Abbott was doing. He will play himself in 80 for Brady, a football-themed road trip movie set to begin production this spring, according to The Hollywood Reporter. According to the report, Brady will also produce the film, which will star Lily Tomlin, Jane Fonda, Rita Moreno, and Sally Field as four women who travel to see Brady play in the Super Bowl, the game in which Brady led a massive comeback to beat the Atlanta Falcons and secure the Patriots' fifth title. All right. That's All right. a very interesting premise. This is based on a true story you said? I didn't say that. I oh, mean, I thought the, it was. the game happened. What? <laughs> okay. So this, this there may not have been any women who did this. No, I think okay. this is a fictional account. It's based on a true story, oh, but oh, I don't is? know if it involved, you know, four women or if it was a couple of guys. That I don't know about the story. All right. All right. All right. That's fine. Okay. Here here's a question that I have about this movie. And he plows all four of them at the end. <laughs> I mean, good good for him for not caring about age. Let him live. That's right. Uh, I will ask this question. Yeah. Will they get the dialogue right? Because no. if, well, here's, here's what always bugs me about Hollywood, where I will watch a movie about rocket science. I don't know anything about rocket science. I've never studied it. I have, I'm stupid. So I don't know. And I will watch people who are acting like rocket scientists would act. And I will say, huh, that's very convincing. They should win an Academy Award for that performance of what a rocket scientist is like. But then I watch a sports movie made by some of those same people, acted by some of those same people, written, etc. And they will say things like, did you know Tom Brady was taken in the sixth round? And I'll go, uh, is this, do rocket scientists, when they see that movie, are they like, that's, this is so stupid. Like, do they? Jane Fonda's going to have a big speech when they're at the game. Right. She's going to say, come like this just don't happen trust me it's over right. the falcons have won the patriots will never come back let's leave by the way jim abbott pitched 10 years with one hand <laughs> and then jim abbott comes in and plows all four of them there <laughs> this is quite the movie you've got shaping up here people would see my movie this is this is going straight to cinemax i'm all about it the Cinemax Gold Pass right there. Yeah. I like it. I just I just wonder, will this 
if you want to tell me that these people are great actors and the people who write these movies are great at what they do and the director is so great, then why is it that almost every sports movie you watch, not all, many of them, the the dialogue sucks, they don't use the right terminology, they act like they've never been to a game, but yet somehow I'm told these people are great actors. Maybe it's just that the things they act in, we can't we can't experience. We've never we don't know well, about those things. And I'll give you an example. I watched the movie Interstellar. Okay. Which I'm not lying when I say it got great reviews, didn't it? Yes, it got great reviews. Yeah. Great reviews. Sure. And so I went online, I read someone else's review. What is some what's the science? What what is that? What do you mean? What's the science? Like what's physics? Oh, physics. Okay. Yes, yes, right. It was a physicist. Because it's it's all talking about uh, Yeah, right. It was a physicist who was writing the review of Interstellar. Okay, sure. And he's I think it was a he. He said this is the dumbest movie I've ever seen. Here's why. Yes, I and remember he, seeing he that. He broke time. it down from a physicist's perspective. Right. That's the equivalent. That's it. And, and that's but, that's my problem with sports movies. They don't make sports movies for guys like me and you pretending that we know something about sports. They make it for people who don't know about who don't sports. Know, who watch the Super Bowl for the commercials. Yes. That's who they make the movie They're, for. You're just, so that's what I'm getting to is that I feel like we've just all been led down this path that actors are taking us and providing a world. But it's like, no, they're not. They're doing like a very bad version of what that probably was like. It's very not close to reality. Yes. And then we go because we've I watched the Winston Churchill, the darkest hour movie, right? The guy won awards for it. Uh, Gary, why why am I blanking on his name? I don't remember. Anyway, the actor won it, won the Academy Award for portraying Winston Churchill. And I I thought, oh, this must be what it was like. No, probably not. Because that's probably that was just a, about as close as you can get without actually getting any of it right. And that's because that's what every sports movie is like. It's like, yeah, this is a very, you squinted at it for a long time. You're like, that kind of looks like the sport I'm talking about. It's not anywhere close to what it's actually like. Would You Rather is up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good evening. Watch out for an accident on Hague Avenue at Eakin Road. This accident involves injuries. Please be very careful over here as things begin to get cleaned up. Plan on slowdowns in the meantime. You'll also find delays on 71 Southbound between 670 and East Broad Street. This traffic report is sponsored by Ace Hardware West Jefferson. Now hiring. Are looking for a steady work and great benefits? Get your career on track with Ace Hardware. Now hiring CDL truck drivers with a $10,000 sign-up bonus in West Jefferson. That's right, a $10,000 sign-up bonus. Apply now at acehardware.com. That's acehardware.com. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire Care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Pondering life's stupid questions. What if uh, C-A-T really spelled dog? It's time for Would You Rather. The best Would You Rather gets a $50 gift card to the Walrus. Pecan pennies and the Walrus are thanking firefighters, nurses, teachers, anyone with a badge. Show your badge, any badge, to receive an employee discount. Bone, are you ready? I am ready. Uh, Abigail says, my guy. He's had a crazy backside. Would you rather have the world's largest man boobs, larger than the Chinese farmer whose wife left him? Or have to talk about common man's peeing in his sack at the top of every show? (laughs) More of a question for you. 
Uh, it's. I just have to sit here for two minutes, listen to it, and move on, right? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that would kill our ratings, but I guess, yeah, why not? Quentin says, my guys. She came up and kind of slapped it and touched it like that. Would you rather have to wear a suit, top hat, and monocle five days a week, but the pants accent your large sacky, or have to wear a dress three days a week, which reveals your man boobs? That's, yeah. Um, I'll wear the dress. We say reveals. Are we talking nip? Or are we saying... No, I think just shows your cleavage. little cleavage. All right. I've always been very envious of women in dresses because I hate formal wear for men. Dresses look very freeing. And so I would choose a dress. Just wear a dress. Go right ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Tom says, my guys... Hello? Common man, would you rather have normal man breasts and nipples or a normal sack? Breasts. Huge sack. You take that over the... Yeah. All right. Well, I have fair. what I have. I would keep my sack. Yeah, I see that. Swing pin, says my guys. Hello. Would you rather only use public restrooms for the rest of your life or be forced to start every sentence you say with the phrase, look at my man boobs? Yeah, how are you with public restrooms? I assume not, not good. Not good, but yeah. at the same time, maybe you get used to it, like you just pull up to the Popeye's drive through <laughs> Because you have to say, you, look at my oh, man boobs. I'll take a number 11. Yeah, it almost, uh, you, I thought you were saying you get used to using public restrooms. You're saying you think you get used to saying, look at my man boobs to everyone. But, you know, also like, you know, your daughter is 14. She comes home saying, dad, there's been, you know, going on this date. I don't care what you say. And you're like, look at my man, look boobs. At my man boobs. You're not seeing him. Okay. That's what would happen. I think that would be weird. Uh, hot taco. Says my guy. Excuse me. <laughs> Common man, would you rather have your boobs get smaller but nips get equally large? <laughs> or stay equally large, I guess. So would you rather have your sack get smaller but the shaft also gets smaller? I don't care about the shaft. Again, I'll, I'll, I'll stick with the sack and have the boobs get smaller. Yeah, okay. Makes sense. Uh, CT71, would you rather continue with Would You Rather, knowing that tens of people like it, or kill the rundown, knowing that billions of people look forward to it every day? <laughs> the answer is kill the rundown, but whatever. Uh, Cotting says, my guys. He's the senior hurler. Would you rather fight Michigan coach Jawan Howard or fight Indiana prime Bobby Knight? Oh, I'd rather. I don't want to. Jawan Howard would mess me up if he actually wanted to fight. I... I now, Bobby me, Knight's got the old man strength. No, no, they said Bobby in his prime. We still got old man well, strength. Well, I don't care. I'll in his prime, he was Shove 50. his fat ass to the ground, and yeah, I'm not worried about Bobby Knight. Screw you, jerk. I hate Bobby Knight. Screw that guy. That I'll is the one him. area where I knew that we were going to be fast friends. What? Because I think it came up on the first day where I said, Bobby Knight, yay or nay? And oh. you said nay, and I said, all right, we're oh, okay. No, all I... Right. No. Uh, Common Man's Pizzeria... Would you rather do a soccer show with T-Bone needing to poop the whole show with no relief? Hang on, bat- is that is that me or you? You. Oh, with I have T-Bone to- needing to poop the whole show. Well, there's an in- yeah, okay, whatever. Or a basketball show with Timmy while he eats fresh bread and pizza you made but you can't eat it. I think the idea here is that you're doing a show with either me or Timmy. It's about a topic you're not necessarily up on. 
and you either have to poo or you get you don't get to eat the fresh bread and pizza. Because I don't think you would oh, care. I, if I, I, need, had, I need to. Yeah, poo. So I don't think you would care if I had to oh, poo. No, I I just be with Timmy hmm. and watch him enjoy all the. You wouldn't want to pizza poo. and stuff or talk soccer, whichever one is stronger. Uh. Richard uh, Marks I got any go? says, says my guy. Who is your daddy and what does he do? Would you rather pick the date, time, and location for the Super Bowl for the next 10 years or pick the Ohio State football schedule, date, time, and location for the next 10 years? Oh, I'd want that. Yeah, me too. I'd want the Ohio State football schedule. That's- I mean, as fun as it would be to put the Super Bowl on a middle school field, which is what <laughs> I would do. I mean, I would put it at the shoe, but sure, to each their own. Colin Coward says, "I guess we're going to Greenland this year for the Super Bowl." Hey! Yeah, that would that's that's you like what my Colin Coward impersonation. No, I did not at all. Uh, Zach says, "My guys, hello. I've accidentally painted a, a gentleman's sausage on a storm drain." Would you rather sit in a sauna with Chinese farmer man boobs, and your towels are tied at the waist, so you have to look at them the whole time? Wow, this is quite intricate. Okay, or with Jessica Alba towels tiled or towels tied under the pits, but that means she can see your droopy sack <laughs> the whole time. Well, these are both embarrassing situations, but one of them is more embarrassing. For yeah, you I, than I'd the hang other, out right? with Chinese farmer man boobs. Yeah. I think mine right don't look call. that bad by comparison. Uh, Steve says, my guys. We had a kid go down there and punch the kid. Started a melee. Would you rather wear a Buckeye football jersey to a crew game or wear a black and gold bikini to a crew game? So you're either violating the jersey rules or you're showing one, people or your disgusting body. That's their problem, not mine. Bikini? Yeah, let's go. Okay, me too. Pick a winner. Uh, I really like the the one right before that, the uh, Zach with the Chinese farmer man boots right, guy. Good job. Uh, Zach wins a fifty dollar gift card to the Walrus. Song of the day today from my Chicago buddies, Local H. This song is called "Creature Comforted" from two thousand two. Local H, a two piece band. At this time, Brian St. Clair was on drums. Scott Lucas handled everything else. I have seen them half a dozen times. At no point did they perform with touring musicians. Oh. Lucas puts bass pickups on his guitar and has at it. And if you closed your eyes, you would swear there was more musicians on the stage. The album where this song appears is called Here Comes the Zoo. It had no hits, sold few copies, and none of that matters because I dig it. Local H is still active, and I urge you to check them out. Like uh, Local H is one of those bands, and maybe I'm wrong. Where once you've experienced their music, if you like rock and roll, I don't think I've met a person who checks off those two boxes, who's listened to them a couple albums and likes rock. That says, "Yeah, I don't like that." It's not my thing. If you don't like rock, that's different. That's different. If you've heard a couple of their albums, not just a song on the radio, and you like rock. I think every person I've ever talked to about them says, oh, yeah, they're great. Local H, still active, maybe sometimes too active because some of this stuff doesn't hold up. But whatever, let them live.
What's the um? What's the other band that uh, came out of the UK? Oh gosh, why am I blanking on? They're a two piece act, guitar and drums. You told me about them. Royal Blood. Royal Blood. Yeah, very not. I don't want to say very similar, but that heaviness that they bring with that solo guitar is is pretty epic, and it's it's. I think they owe a lot to a local. Yeah, H. Royal Blood has has sort of gone into more electronic-y type of sounds. No, which but I, I know, but their first couple albums yes, were yes. more of this vein. And I think that's a, a... I don't know if they were inspiration or not, but it seems they could certainly have taken some from there. Back page coming up. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good evening. Watch out for an accident on Hague Avenue at Eakin Road. This accident does involve injuries causing slowdowns in this area. Please be very careful over here as things continue to get cleaned up. You'll also find delays on 71 Northbound between 670 and 11th Avenue. Traffic is still building. Traffic Report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help the customers stay legal on the road for less. Late Safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. Elman Array with fan traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the care creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Buckeye Show, top of the hour. The fine host of the Buckeye Show, your friend and mine, Timmy Hall. Hello, Timmy. Oh, you guys, Bone Man. Doesn't even feel like there's basketball tonight, but there is. It's such well, a it's late be a tough one. Tonight. Yeah, it'll be a tough one now. Big game and a tough one if EJ is sickly. Coverage starts at eight. Well, really, it starts at six because you'll be talking about Buckeye right. basketball. We will on yeah. the Buckeye Show. It'll be the Illinois Show. EJ has flew. And so he's questionable for tonight. It was going to be a tough ask anyway, even with EJ, because Illinois is yeah. a good team. But, you know, if he's not able to go, it's going to be rough. It will be. And you know, I, I also, I think college basketball is at a point now where, look, we, we saw this team beat Duke. And at the time, I think a lot of us went into that game saying, yeah, this is, this is an Ohio State team that has to grow a little bit this season to get to a point where they could beat the number one team in the country. But... You know, it's it's such a streaky game, and especially if you can get hot from three, which we have not seen the Buckeyes get hot from back there in a while. I- anything can happen. I don't want to make it out like it's some miracle, but if EJ if EJ doesn't play, then it's a very very tall ass. Well, let me. And let it me might seem like a small miracle if they get that thing done tonight I, I without him entirely. I like this team a lot. <clears throat> Excuse me, man, Horsey, brought froggy. I get it, man. Horsey. I've been that way too for two weeks, but. At what point do we look at this team's outside shooting and say, well, are they just not getting hot from back there or are they just not good at it, right? Where it, it's the norm that you're not going to hit those shots. So you have to be a different team. They're, you know, I. it's interesting because as Justin Ahrens has sort of fallen by the wayside, Cedric Russell has been one of these guys. He didn't do it in the last game, I know, but he he did hit some shots for you against Iowa. Yeah. I think he had yeah. nine, and he's he's been a guy that I've liked because he can actually do some things with the basketball, and he doesn't even have to shoot a three. He's actually one of these guys that can pump fake 
and instead of just pump faking and staying on the three point line until he has to pass it out because he's given up his dribble, he can drive. He can actually drive it. <laughs> he can actually drive and he can kick. And now Malachi will hit some threes. So he's a new guy that he seems to be here to stay. And EJ keeps you know showing us what he can do from three levels, but. You're right. I think just the the absence of Justin Arns has done a lot for the perception of this team not shooting it. And the stats, they have not shot it well in the last two. No. So I'm hoping law of averages, it comes back. Yeah, I would hope so too. I mean, I would like to think that Malachi, if he is running the offense a little bit more, maybe that opens guys up to get a few more looks and maybe then this team's shooting percentages yeah. can increase a little bit. I'm not saying that happens tonight, but maybe that is an identity that kind of reveals itself over the final few games of the regular season that translates into the tournament. It'll be interesting to see, you know, how the offense rolls after Malachi has had these humongous games. For what yeah. we saw and how they won the game against Indiana, they took a game that they had won up by 11, then they had lost it when you're down 4 and Indiana's got the ball with like a minute 40 seconds left. That's not a script to win and then they just gave it to Malachi and said, "Hey, hey, you do it, you run point." And you mentioned the outside shots, like the defense draws in. Jamari Wheeler got the most wide-open set shot. See, he he's a guy. He's got to make that shot more often than not when he's wide open. It's almost like Andre Wesson a few years ago. It's like, dude, you're a, a living, breathing college basketball player. If they're giving you eight feet... You got to make the shot. <laughs> yeah. Take the shot and make do, the shot. You're you know, right. Just take it and make it. Come on. What else on the Buckeye show tonight? Tyvis is co-hosting tonight, so we'll, we'll definitely talk some football tonight. The Combine is coming up soon. He was a guy that was there. So uh, we had the combine in the story about what a bad deal it is for players and with the potential boycotts. I want to get some stories from him on what that was like to do it. Dave Holmes will pop in studio and Joey Lane will be with us in the seven o'clock hour to keep talking about the basketball team. Buckeye show top of the hour right here on the fan back page. The back page, the back page. with common man and T-bone sponsored by care heating and cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. Bone. Well, man, if uh, you're like many Americans, you may have ordered some food through an app and had it delivered to your house from restaurants that you previously did not think of as delivery restaurants. You know, DoorDash, Grubhub, etc. These have all come on. And though they were around before the pandemic, during the pandemic last couple of years, these have gotten to be much bigger opportunities. And initially, restaurants thought these were great ideas. However, now restaurants are starting to increasingly say that they don't want to do delivery anymore. They don't like delivery. There are a few reasons for this. One of them is... They don't really have control over delivery, such as if you order from a third-party app, they deliver your food, and it spilled all over the car on the way there, or the person dropped well, and then, it, or and then whatever. The bad review goes to, it goes to the, the, restaurant the restaurant and not the delivery service. Right. Yes, it hits so, both. Yeah. So that's a problem that they have found. There are other issues too, where some of these third-party providers charge fees of up to thirty percent, which of course you're paying for the convenience of getting it delivered, but. Some restaurants, unfortunately, are bearing the brunt of that, and they're saying with their already thin margins, they really can't afford to then take up the 30% extra. That's usually for smaller mom-and-pop places, not the big chain restaurants. I'm sure the bars and pubs, too, they, they don't want it because they don't sell any booze. Yeah, or it, some some states or municipalities made laws where you could get that delivered, but yes, you're right, that was a pandemic-only thing. Some of that's going back away. So now they're saying that a lot of these uh, restaurants are trying to do better with their drive-throughs to encourage people to not do delivery to get in their car and drive over to the restaurant they want and get the food that way so i just find that all very interesting because i i mean we use some delivery services here and there but not that often um but 
I have noticed, man, if you go to some restaurants, particular chain that makes chicken sandwiches, I won't give them a free <laughs> plug, but I don't know if you've been through those drive throughs man, where they've got like 72 people standing out there ready to pass out your food, always trying to like move the line. It's an operation. Out. Yeah. And I don't know how much it costs to do that. I don't know if they make money doing that, but I think they're doing okay. You- <laughs> Well, you're, seems, even, you're even seeing pizza places, more of them, with drive through windows now. I think as that's a thing to pump that's it a, through. That's a great idea because, yeah, most people just, I think, don't want to get out of their cars, pandemic or not. I think if right. you're ready to go get some food, it's much easier. If it's going to be efficient. Well, and let's be real. You got to go in the restaurant and you're like a normal person. You have to actually put on like regular clothes. You can go in your soft clothes if you're going through the drive-thru. You don't have to bother with, you know, trying to look right. decent. You wouldn't go in your soft clothes. To yeah, just I got to put my tuxedo lobby? on to put pick up my <laughs> Dude, Donatos. No, I'm not going. I'm not going in like <laughs> basketball shorts and a tank top. I, I if would. I'm no, I'm not doing that. I'm gonna throw on, you know, flippy flappies, a nice shirt <laughs> or something. Mark the shark, flippy flappies, flippy flappies. Mm. Buckeye shows coming up next. Buckeye basketball coverage starts at eight. We'll see you tomorrow. Common man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good evening. An accident still causing slowdowns on Hague Avenue at Eakin Road. Please be careful as things continue to get cleaned up. This accident does involve injuries. You'll also find some heavy slowdowns on 670 westbound between Grandview Avenue and I-70. About a five-minute backup over there. Starting report is sponsored by Indeed.com. Hiring can be a headache. That's why there's Indeed. The hiring platform that removes the hassle. Sponsor a job and immediately get a short list of quality candidates. And you can schedule and conduct video interviews right on their site. Visit Indeed.com slash I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. A Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM HD1 Columbus. The Fan. Hey, Common Man here. I know what you're thinking. This guy again. But we have some special bonus stuff for you. Sponsored, of course, by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. One is angry, the other one is bald. What do you think I mean, bald? Bald! Bald, bald! Here's man and bone. I want to point something out. All right. I, too, would be bald if I don't if I didn't take these pills every single day. <laughs> I've been taking the Propecia pills or whatever the generic is called now yeah. for almost 20 years. It's called Amateur Pecia. <laughs> I didn't think about it for a second. Good job. <laughs> and I'm so terrified that if I stop taking these pills, like my hair will just fall out in one day. All of it. Yeah. Well, it's funny because we were watching last night. I had the NBA games on and uh, ESPN. I'm trying to remember who was alongside uh, Richard Jefferson. I wanted, Richard I Jefferson. Yes. Uh, maybe, I don't remember. It's one of the bald guys that does ESPN broadcast, whatever. And so Richard Jefferson is obviously shaved head. This guy also shaved head, you know, probably trying to forestall the inevitable. And Melissa's like, wow, man, everybody's just, you know, out here not embracing their baldness. And I'm like, "You're I, I too shave. Like, I don't let it grow long. I don't have like the, you know, 
coconut with a Hulu skirt I on it. Like, no, I'm not going to do you that. Need a different look, and you can't shave it all the way. No, you I, can't be totally bald. You look like a clan member. Thanks. You, thanks. you would. I, you would look like a total I clan mean, member if you were totally bald. I would think you look like a clan member if you show up with a hood on. Like that makes you. Yeah, but don't you just stop? What it am now. I supposed to do? I'm bald. Like I just. You have that look to you. A fat white guy who's bald. No, there are other it? white people who can pull it off. I'm just saying that that's not something you could pull off. I don't think. No, I have like shaved it all the way down. It's too much maintenance. That's I don't know if people realize that's a lot of shaving. That is you got to do it every day. Yeah, oh yeah, to get the to get the cue ball look. Yeah, like I have the stubble going, and sometimes it gets a little longer. Then I have to shave it back down. But the the cue ball polished dome thing. That's a whole nother level. Like of Stanley commitment. Tucci. Stanley Tucci is a white guy, but he can pull off the shaved head look without you looking at Stanley Tucci like, oh, he's going to burn a cross on somebody's lawn. But you're you, saying, I, I think you're people saying would get the wrong impression. You would accuse me of it even though you know me and know I would never do right. something like that. I know, I know I've known you the, for years. That's bad. But I would just yell well, racist at you and run away. Well, I'm glad I don't shave my head all the way down then. Is it okay where it is now? Oh, I it's just fine want, now. Okay, good. I yeah, just want to make sure. Like every other fat soccer loving yes, guy. Good. Right I, don't, <laughs> I don't want to give off any vibes that are not accurate. So good. Right. A special thank you for consuming all the stupidity we can safely shove down your gullet. Come back for more podcasts. And again, the podcast is sponsored by our friends because they pay us. Care, heating, and cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. Stop listening now. The podcast is over. Turn it off. Go do something.